10th place from Kai, 10th place from Lance, and 9th place from me. And I hope this works because I want to play something for you guys real quick. I'm not a financial advisor, but like, dude, I think this Urasekai picnic is a buy. It's gonna like fucking shoot to them and shoot to first place on the anime <laughs> top 10 rank. <laughs> shoot to them. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> All right, next in line. Welcome to the spot, Salty Spittoon. Tell me your name and how tough you are. Well, uh, my name is Kai, and I eat Starbursts with the wrapper on. Let holy me, holy fucking shit. All right, yep, you're, yep, yep, you're pretty yep. tough. Go on and enjoy the show. All right, next, next. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa there, buddy. Calm down. What's your name and how tough you are? My name's Lance. How tough am I? I watched Angel Beats three times and I only cried twice. Oh shit, this guy. <laughs> holy, holy shit. All oh, right, you, 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 size, you, are the new, <laughs> you are the new owner of the Salty Spittoon. Damn, Skippy. Right, go <laughs> go on in, go on in. Oh shit. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Weed Power Hour. Oh, are we going to talk like this? <laughs> I can't do it anymore. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the We Power Hour. Uh, this is episode 30. If you guys don't know us, uh, this is the show where we talk about the latest news and topics in the anime and manga world. Uh, so we'll start out with uh, a couple bit of news first, uh, just to let you guys know what the next couple of weeks uh, for the podcast is going to have. Uh, next week, we will have our pretty much our final votes on most of our top 10 uh, animes for the winter season. Uh, I think Skate and Horimiya is still running uh, after uh, we filmed that episode. So uh, we'll have our final thoughts on those. But for the most part, uh, we will have uh, all those uh, final thoughts for those seasons uh, uh, on that next week's episode. Uh, and then the following week, we will also have uh, our spring season preview of our new top 10. We just voted our our top 10 animes uh, for that season. And uh, we are very excited to uh, let you guys know what we think about that. Woo! Uh, but, whoa! Uh, but let's uh, move on to the latest news for the week. Uh, first up, found by uh, Kai himself, a young female Japanese biker turns out to be a 50-year-old man with face app. Uh, so if you haven't seen this, please click on the link I provide for you guys on the bottom. This is fucking wild. Uh, but apparently <laughs> this 50-year-old man, uh, he uh, beautiful, luxurious hair uh, this 50-year-old man uh, on a motorbike has uh, used FaceApp to its, like, godlike level degree. Uh, so, uh, the mysterious biker known on Twitter as Azu... Uh, can you say that one, guy? Azusaga Kuyuki. I don't know. Azusaku, Azusagaku Yuki. I don't know. I don't know where the comma is. I know where the, <laughs> yeah. where the last name ends and the first name begins. Maybe his first name's Yuki. It's a very pretty name. Yeah, it could be. Uh, yeah. Okay. 
Azusa Gaku. <laughs> Gaku Yuki, yeah. Uh, so this guy, he was exposed on a Monday uh, late show, a very popular Japanese variety show, uh, where they talk about a lot of topics. And they uh, noticed or they interviewed this guy. And apparently, uh, he face apps uh, himself and he changed himself to look like a very beautiful uh, young lady. Uh, and it's uh, pretty wild. If you guys look at the pictures and stuff like that, literally like... You just keep the beautiful hair this man has, and then you just change it to a very like twenty-year-old uh, Japanese girl, and uh, yeah, some serious catfishing uh, with this. What do you guys think about this? It's unreal, dude. I can't believe how has technology gone too far. It's crazy. Like, like the guy, it's an old man. You know, it's an old man. His like eye, la- eye, I, I lids are all saggy and shit but like this app just somehow lifts him up and somehow you can see the white in his eye that so you weren't able to <laughs> yeah. see before no, they because edited you were like beautiful it's whites like, in his eyes how yeah. do they do it i don't i don't know <laughs> beautiful whites they even got rid of like his like you know the bags under his eyes and like the sag that he has on his face because you know he's 50 right so like no like the time takes a toll aged him like 20 maybe 30 years even yeah it's like 55 going on 22 he's like just going backwards it's uh it's pretty insane so but would this not be like a perfect a perfect light novel plot oh the 50 year old biker who is now (laughs) a hot show but shoujo yeah oh my my biker dad can't be this cute uh (laughs) right can't you see that but i also i want to add in like okay like his face is completely like completely completely changed but those locks are 100 his like that is legit uh and yeah, I, that's I don't think we should kiss, like, write off like how beautiful this man's mane is. Yeah, no, he takes care not. of it. Like I'm pretty Clearly. sure he yeah. takes care of it so he can look pretty as a girl, you know? <laughs> no, no, no. This is this is before FaceApp. This guy he's been for doing the past this like for forty decades. years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's just been like, you know what? I'm gonna be known as the guy with really great hair. So because you can't you can't get that overnight. That shit he's no. been like tried and tested with different types of shampoos and conditioners and moisturizers and everything you and you a good know. stylist clearly exactly so this guy t- he spends probably more money on his hair than he does on groceries that's how much this guy like sees himself as the hair guy so like why why ride a motorcycle if you're not gonna let it flow through the wind <laughs> but wait don't you have to, you have to wear a helmet dude no no don't don't you know it's kind of like it's kind of no, like when um, you take off the helmet yeah it's taking off the helmet it's <laughs> it's like who is this who is this amazing biker that just rode up they take off the helmet and the main blows in the wind oh. it's like holy shit it's gonna what be a guy. hottie and like, then it's this fucking guy what he is and a then, hottie still and then you and then you slowly pull up the phone and you like try to change the faces it was like there it is there's my cute baby girl oh man uh, i kind of want to see like what we would look like if we all like take a picture and then use the face app and see what happens i'd actually like to try that this like this technology is it's amazing Scary, all right dude and then let's let's try it and then let's like change some of our pictures and see <laughs> see if anyone would notice 
That's so what I'm saying. Why don't we just like, go up? Why don't we just use like for our thumbnails and icons just make us like pretty bishojos, <laughs> and then but then our voices aren't changed. Yeah, and then we never ever talk about it, and we never make a public appearance anywhere. <laughs> so in any way, shape, our, or form. Our stills from our podcasts. It's just like <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then it's just like kind of this mysterious enigma that exists wow. on the internet. It's like ah, they're hot, and then they open the door, and they're like, "Oh, okay, we're gonna go back to uh, trash taste." That's that's a better anime podcast. I don't really. You guys are <laughs> no good. Uh, okay, uh, moving on to another weird news. Uh, I found this one uh, to compliment uh, Kai's <laughs> weird news for the week. Uh, virtual YouTubers are going viral with their feet pictures on Twitter. Uh, so apparently, <laughs> somehow, some way, someone was asking, uh, "Hey, how could we can never see the bottom of virtual uh, VTubers? Because like you know, we only see like top, top up." So uh, apparently, there was a hashtag uh, VTuber uh, in Japanese. I want to see VTuber shoes. Uh, went viral on Monday, mm-hmm. or feet, and then uh, yeah, then. Uh, when you guys look at the link, you guys will see a whole bunch. There's a uh, one where she doesn't even have feet. She's like a ghost. Uh, there's some feet there. Uh, some more feet there. That's I believe that's the shark girl uh, one. <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, yeah, you can see feet there, feet there. So uh, yeah, it was getting crazy popular, and I'm sure now people are gonna be demanding uh, for full bodies of these of. Uh, VTubers from now on, but uh, how do you guys feel? Do you guys even like VTubers? I- I've never really gone to that craze. The only one that I'm really familiar with is I. Yeah, um, no, I just because like she's so like she's the first pro- one, yeah, prolific yeah. in like the, yeah, yeah, the VTuber yeah. scene, yeah. Yeah, I'm not really interested in either, but they they are funny. I've seen a couple clips, and they you gotta admit, yeah, they talk about some really funny shit, and they, they do some. They have a really good like um, show. They, yeah. it, it's yeah. really it's not just like superficial. Oh, here's a cute anime girl. Like they actually have like substance. <laughs> yeah, in, yeah, in, yeah, in their shows. Mm-hmm. I find it very interesting though, like how they make their own um, like setting their background story. Oh yeah, they really bring it to life. What they're presenting, like I don't know any specifics. But now they're like a like a like dragon that's like uh, <laughs> stuck in a castle, but is bored, so is currently VTubing. You know? Yeah. And they're like, in it's, I mean, it's it's like an anime, right? That, yeah. That's all it really is. It's like, oh, we have this very like well thought out like written anime character and then we're just gonna make him or her like a youtube sensation so i mean like it's just the next step in the evolution of the animation i feel like at this point so because uh the craze has been booming with vtubers like all over twitch all over youtube i mean i think they're like the second or third most watched like uh type of genre uh in in any of the streaming websites so no, I think it's a great idea, for sure. Yeah, someday we'll have VTubers versions of ourselves. Just, <laughs> just any way, shape, or form to erase like what we look like in real life, and just try to put a, a facade out there, like Wizard of Oz. Although that the is a good idea because VTubers are timeless. You don't have to like, yeah, 
the like the presenter doesn't have to like age up with so that no matter what no matter what time you're watching it it's still the same character yeah we could be like fucking 80 by the time uh people realize that we were just an old man behind the very cute uh vtuber if vtubers <laughs> are still good in the next 50 years but yeah when are we gonna reveal our feet pics uh when people demand it <laughs> and they demand a hashtag of uh, uh we power our feet and then uh we'll, we'll put our feet out there i'm not gonna lie my feet's not that pretty so i, I, I got a. I have hair on my like toes i think i got kind of like hobbit feet so everyone has hair on their toes no not everyone dude some okay okay, okay. if they you don't know, have feet, hair on their toes they're lying Okay, wait. I have. A, I can count. I just have the it on my big hairs toe. on my toes. Oh, okay, well, like I only have hair on my big toe, and I have like three tiny long, three hairs, and like one of them is long, and the other one complements that one long one. <laughs> Why do you think that we have uh, hairs on our toes? It's just like because yeah, we're could, fucking could, monkeys. Could use a little <laughs> hair there. No, 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 no. Okay, so you know, okay, so let's see. Like, what what do you call like the back? Like the above part of your, like below your ankles, like this part of your, uh, your, your, uh, ankle. That's, that's just your, uh, the flat part of it. The top of the foot. Oh, yeah, the, the top, top of the foot. You know, some people have like hair there on yeah. the top of their Yeah, foot. that's what I'm saying. That's what the hobby feed is. So I have some hair on my top of my, like the top of my, my feet. And then I have one, like, like a whole bunch on my fucking toe. I think I literally have one strand of hair on the top of my foot. <laughs> like just one. Dude, that's wild, yeah. dude. But like, yeah, I mean, it's not like true hobby feet. I've seen people like, like, literally just straight up like, it looks like they're still wearing their shoes. And I oh, thought they were no. wearing like slippers. Like they, they are like fucking hairy <laughs> on their oh, feet, no. dude. So, like, Bigfoot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> yeah, there's people like this. Yeah, like yeah, I'm not yeah, that yeah. bad, but you know what I mean. Like they're pretty much hobby feet. That can't be fucking real. But yeah, that's that. Could okay, be I, I see. I mean, that's totally normal. I, I that's guess, pretty yeah. normal, dude. I oh, dude, well, that dude like fucking closed the door in his little toe. What the hell happened there? And like, <laughs> I, I got spooked because like I've never seen like I don't have that hair there, and I'm like, hair grows there, like. <laughs> you know for us like since we don't really have much hair growing on us because we're you know all asians it's uh yeah it's a sight to see when i see other people with like lots of hair on places i didn't even know was possible so i like like the back of like your like your nape i've seen uh -huh. someone with like like literally look like it, it was just like carving the whole neck with like a new fresh set like i thought it was their hair yeah, I thought it was their hair, but it was just like another like set of like just hairiness that they have. Like, yeah, I don't know what that's like hair. to live with that much hair. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm not crazy. I'm sure it's totally normal for lots and lots of people. <laughs> <laughs> just not me. Let it be known, Lance finds it cra you people crazy. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you still listening to our podcast? Remember when we talked about anime? <laughs> oh shit, that's right. That's what we're talking about uh let's then let's move on to some anime for the week uh it's our media roundup of the week it's a segment where we talk about anything we watched or read outside of our top 10 anime ranking board first up 
Jujutsu Kaisen episode 23, the second to last episode. We're going to meet the finale next uh, this next week. Um, but uh, this episode was pretty much like a Fushiguro episode. Uh, he finally uh, realized he can't be who he is anymore. And he stopped lying to himself. He ripped off the mask and he's finally uh, uh, accepted who he can truly be and his powers uh, ten like exploded tenfolded and he was able to do not a complete domain expansion uh, but he's uh, he's pretty much the next one ahead of terms of Team 7 uh, in their uh, development so uh, what do you guys think about Fushiguro and what do you guys think about the episode overall I really like Fushiguro I thought it was an awesome episode uh, yeah. just great fighting I really like Fushiguro's um, fighting style too that he's just this beast master and he works with them to like just outmaneuver the enemy. Um, I was kind of, I didn't really get his struggle of he's been holding himself back. Like he just had a mental block on himself and he's always been holding back. Yeah. But, uh, uh, that was crazy to see him just like have that crazy slasher smile. That smile. Yeah. Yeah. That smile, that goddamn smile. Yeah. Yeah, I love how he's like close combat. Like he's like very like great in like hand to hand combat and like using weaponry. And just like he's not just the beast master to like summon his beast, but he's like uh like hand in hand as strong as his beast and they're like fighting together. So yeah. It's like fighting an army when you're fighting him. Uh and it's pretty great. I don't know, but okay. Would you say that this episode like you know how we talked about how like Jujutsu Kaisen always blue balls you. Well, wouldn't you agree yeah. this episode also blue balls with you? Everything is blue balling with this fucking season. I thought you were going to ask like, hey, was this the episode? And I was going to explode because like, I didn't it, feel it's just, it, well, I was talking about like in the aspect of like, is it, this is the episode, you know, the oh. defining moment. And like, it, it hey, like, I don't touch it. <laughs> Are you still it's like it's, it's just, but this is such a high quality show and it's a shonen show like I and like almost every shonen has the moment or like a moment to describe the season as a whole you know what I mean like every show has had it for shonen so it's just kind of like it's crazy to me like Jujutsu Kaisen is just like very like good top to bottom but that's it it's just good top to bottom there's not like a a great moment so like I, I'm just on the Peter bandwagon of you saying that you know these good shonen shows have a good defining moment. So I'm like, all right, I'll place my bets on Peter. So I'm like, this wasn't the this wasn't it, Chief, right? And he's like, nope, it wasn't it. So I'm like, all right, we're Didn't still gonna it. be waiting. But it was so good, top to bottom, though. Yeah, like, it was good. It was good. I, I think good. like overall, like if we're talking about like in terms of like a whole season for like Jujutsu Kaisen compared to others, like it's 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 strong all the way around. It's a very good like all rounder, but like it never doesn't excel too much in like one thing. So you can never like truly be like, oh, it's better than like a My Hero or it's better than like a Demon Slayer or like the popularity is hard for them or Attack on Titan. You, you're right. You're totally right, though. I totally agree with that statement. 
like overall is just too good but there isn't like one that makes it go oh man that episode that one episode made that whole show like season so good it's not we haven't seen that out of jujutsu no i i would love to like well like maybe like next time maybe next uh next week we like sit down and just like look at like your top shonens and like see like where like i guess like a mini rank between like their best seasons because like i'm always curious to see like think like oh how did you use this season stack with uh like everyone else's like best seasons like my hero uh season probably three or four like that that one is probably like the best one or or attack on tie in the final season like how does that stack up or or bleach or naruto and blah 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 because i always feel like it's like it's this it, it sets the bar you know what i mean for like this is a top tier shonen but it's never gonna be like so high that it's like no one else can top it and uh like this i feel like there's so much potential in it and i will read it after we're done with this season so i will see but uh yeah okay uh we will move on to attack on titan the final season uh we finally got uh, last week's episode and this week's episode uh in so uh a lot a lot of stuff <laughs> has happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i want to know what I, you thought peter like first of all damn i knew aaron should die since in episode one <laughs> fuck this guy like i get why he wants to like he is who he is he wants to end this whole tie-in thing once and for all and stuff like that but like i i i don't know i always hate the fact that like that, like he's trying to like i what i assume is that he's like he's trying to separate himself from his friends because he knows the decisions he's making the the actions he's taking it's gonna take him to a place where like he's probably you know he's gonna die right or like he's gonna end everything so he doesn't want them close closer than they could be because then it's obviously gonna like either hurt them or like it's actually gonna like get them killed as well and so uh that whole scene with him telling armin and mikasa that they're just like slaves or they're just slaves to like their time powers or their uh their race it's just like oh fuck off dude like there's like what there was like no point in coming here to talk like you just came here to to bash on them and like good on armin to get the one punch in before like you know aaron just went fucking ape shit on him <laughs> which i mean it was very obvious that was gonna happen but uh yeah and then uh levi in the this week's episode whoo like yeah. if, if there's ever like a time like i i would like love to see like a spin-off show and it's just levi just like just like doing his thing spinning like, around dude he just spins around and portals <laughs> like a bu- couple arms off in like one spin he like a gold medal ballerina dude <laughs> yeah like the portals. the absolute mastery over his tools is like it's uh it's insane it's 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 like he's like easily the best character right like i can't think of anyone else that can top uh levi and like any anything else for that matter so uh, yeah how is it for you guys for you guys reading it does it stack up does this does this feel good seeing uh, everything animated yeah it looks great uh i was i actually kind of forgot when aaron did this confrontation with uh mikasa and armin i was like 
oh shit, where was it? Did they did they cut it out of the anime? And then it happened this episode. Like, oh, thank God. Because uh, <laughs> aside from um, uh, like those great moments of like Armin, like just really just being sick of, of Aaron's shit, punching him. Uh, I liked Aaron's, he did uh, like along with his like hate speech, he also like peppered in like some history of the Ackermans like to like really just cement like what that that bloodline is and uh how they behave and then I, that made me rethink like all the times you know you always like makes like clutching her head it's like oh my head is pounding right now and it's always yeah. when Aaron is in danger and you're like oh like, yeah I like it's like her spidey senses are, are tingling that she needs to go and protect yeah. just the fact that like I, I, it was a very good showing of like, hey, if you forgot, here's a fucking example where like Arbin was like jumping over the table to go punch him, and then like Mikasa just instinctively oh, just fucking yeah. Yeah. takes him down. It's just, uh, yeah, it's heartbreaking to see like to see that, and then to see her reaction to just like realizing like, oh shit, is he right? Like, yeah. was this just yeah. how I've been born? And it's just like, it, it literally just defies all her love for for Aaron and like one fell swoop and just like it's it's heartbreaking to see yeah it just really so. like sent her all her entire world crashing down around her that like do I love Aaron or is like this just in my blood just telling me to do it and I'm just I'm yeah. just a slave to it like how Aaron's telling me it's uh crazy I also find it crazy well it's not like crazy as that but I hate the fact that like Zeke uh found out how to do like baseball techniques for the beast time just because of a fucking the previous beast time and they were just throwing a baseball around he's <laughs> like oh wow you know what i got a pretty good arm let's fucking use that as my fucking I technique know. I, was like, I, read, I was like oh my god <laughs> that's why you throw everything i thought it was just like oh because i looked at the beast time like he has really really lanky arms so like okay yeah. maybe that just facilitates it but no it was just because he loved baseball so he just incorporated yeah, like, that yeah i thought the same thing i see the like long arms i'm like oh, okay he can like swing over and get like good velocity yeah, and like good rip he can on really it. like rip it but it's just like nah dude it's just he likes baseball he, like, <laughs> he likes baseball like the fucking like uh what's his name dr saver uh saver yeah saver saver Cassaver, yeah, just the fact that he's like, wow, you could be like a professional baseball player. In my mind, I'm like, you guys have baseball players? <laughs> uh, I'm like, I keep forgetting this is still part of the, the real world. Well, maybe maybe Cassaver, uh, like, he invented like that technique and then he passed it on to uh, Zeke. I I doubt it because the way he was saying like, oh, I'm not a fighter, I'm a researcher, just really makes me think like he was just more of an opportunity to like pass the beast tying on over until they find someone of value to actually use the beast tie into his like full potential kind of thing so it's just like it's like what are you what are you doing bro like you just like you're cultivating fucking lunatics here this this whole show man like all these fucking like kids are just getting cultivated to do like all these like insane lunatic stuff like and the whole zeke backstory i felt kind of bad for zeke i don't really like him but i felt bad because his dad was like like pretty much pushing Dude, him Grisha's a for his agenda. Ass. <laughs> so, <laughs> like the, my main takeaway from this that episode was 
Grisha, you're a shitty dad. Like, yeah, he's the absolute worst dad. He didn't yeah. make he one bad lunatic child. Two child. Yeah, like, I can't believe this. I because like when you first learn about Grisha's history, you know it's actually it's chronicalized in um, Grisha's own memory. So what he perceived yeah. for himself as he was doing these actions, and also in his journal that he left for like the survey corpse or the scouts. So of course mm-hmm. it's all painted from his perspective, and it makes it seem like oh the Eldians are like are the victims here and they're righteous. And then Zeke's yeah. like recollection of Grisha is entirely different. Like he saw Zeke as like this just this nightmare of a tyrant yeah, of a father. He's a monster. Yeah, <laughs> this dude is absolutely horrible. monster. Yeah, d- yeah, that that hurts too. Just knowing that like like we were doomed from the beginning like i can't think of anything that we could have done to like like salvage any any of this like at all we were like because of this one man (laughs) and he made two lunatic uh children and you know one of them has the royal blood and the other one he fed them fed him fed the fouling titan like he's like he literally asked for this he wanted like this whole world to like get shaken up uh, because of his actions and you know what i bet you if he's still alive right now if he is don't fucking tell me he is <laughs> uh if he's alive like right now he'd be like well you know i did a pretty good job and he can go he fuck probably himself. put his hands on his head he's like hmm. pat himself on the shoulder oh. <laughs> wow you know what i did good <laughs> i think i deserve a bottle of wine oh what's he so different and then you know spinal <laughs> tap flew and he turns into a fucking titan and fucking fuck him so okay uh, <laughs> sorry anything else on attack of titan oh uh, well as much as i like the events uh, i was watching it with my um my sister guys um and there mm-hmm. are a few points that i noticed throughout the episode i didn't really i didn't notice when i was reading the manga but um the first point was dr xaver this dude got the beast titan but in his backstory, he detailed how he took off his armband. And okay, wait, never mind. I think I got the answer already. Um, so he took off his armband. He for? pretended to be an El- uh, a Marlian. He had a fake life. Right. And then uh, right. when his wife found out, she she took her own life. I was gonna say, how the fuck did this dude become a beast time candidate when he committed basically the biggest atrocity any Eldian can do, which is pretend <laughs> they're not Eldian. <laughs> But then, yeah. actually, I think it's that he never told anybody. He only ever told Zeke, yeah. so no one knew about it. Yeah, he just put back that he just put the band back on, and he just <laughs> he just like went well, across that the was a mistake. Like, well. <laughs> I guess I'll become a candidate, and then he gets chosen to be a beast time. Like, <laughs> well, well time I guess. to hit the old dusty trail. <laughs> that that didn't work out. Let's move on. Okay, that, never mind. That is I got the answer. Pretty sad. <laughs> yeah, but that is pretty sad though. Just the fact that like because of like who you were born as like she you're just, not allowed to have a happy life yeah she offed herself and her son like she felt uh, compelled to like the son will have a, a better time in heaven or wherever they believe in than spending it with his dad like that's just it's yeah. it's 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 Being crazy to, son, yeah to witness that so uh the second point i want to bring up was um so Zeke and Aaron met and they talked about their they went over their plan uh before yeah. the, they launched the attack in uh the Eldian zone in Marley. Right. Um 
why didn't they just activate their euthanization plan right there? Because that would be the end of the fucking show. Yeah, we can't no end season it for this stuff. We gotta we need put it to off. keep going. I I only assume they wanted to do it uh, on the island, right? Like there has to be like. I, I what I can only assume the Titans are in the wall. I was are thinking be that I was like, used a part of that like big plan. Sure, there has to be like, some kind of explanation for that because, uh, like Zeke's excuse was, but oh, we shouldn't. I, I shake your hand right now, but we should hold off on that. So I was like, what are you holding off for? And I I, I was like kind of searching my memories and I, I couldn't really come up with too. an explanation. Uh, like yeah. as a manga reader, I was like. Was there ever really an explanation for why they didn't do it like right there? I, yeah, I only assume because they're like the whole plan. What I assume the whole plan is because never really truly outright said it is the you know the eradication of you know Titans as a whole. Yeah, just and, uh, so their their plan is to uh, basically uh, make every single you make every single Im- Eldian impotent so they can't yeah ever like bear children or pass on uh, children. So then. Uh, by the time this generation dies out, that's it. There will never ever be times again, which, yeah, I mean, that, that is one way to solve the, the race issue. You can't be racist against a race if they're all dead. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it's just, it's crazy to me. Like, it's such a simple answer, right? Just, like, just restructure their body. It's totally fine. No big deal. It's just, like, it's just crazy to think, like, these Titan powers are like they're omnipotent in like so many ways. Like literally, they can do whatever they fuck they like. Yeah, and that made like me think. it will be that. I thought like, like you know the what? memory wipe. I'm was gonna bad. make everyone have a penis, boy and girl. Penis. That's horrible. And then they'll just grow <laughs> penis overnight, dude. That's horrible. You, you are a horrible person. Do, 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 you're you're just as bad as Aaron's dad. Electricity, <laughs> you might be worse, actually. Down, and then they'll have a dick. Why? What purpose? So they're still going to be able to, dick like, dude. they'll still be able to, like, pass on their genes to, like, other races with their penises. Oh, no. I, I think Kai, that's what he wants. He wants procreation at the highest degree. Yeah, you know. <laughs> procreate. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. We Power shall overrun this children. entire country with Eldians. Power spawn the children. Two at a time. Can you imagine if Aaron like felt that way? Like he like decided like, hey, except for eradicating tides, let's just fucking multiply it tenfold. <laughs> like let's everyone. Let's go the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah. Make sure everybody's a titan. <laughs> In yeah, like a like, hundred years, it's going to be like Genghis Khan all over again, dude. Like just. Yeah. Can you imagine just him like just like just like changing like every woman to be pregnant with like another Eldian just to like continue the spawn? Are you just like everyone be drinking this fucking wine? Everyone get the <laughs> spinal tap fluid. Let's go! It's like oh everyone, dude, everyone. And then you get so. Zeke to like literally run around the world screaming. Or whoever has his power <laughs> just screaming. And it's like, you know, it's I just find like, it hilarious. <laughs> Just like popcorn, you know? Yeah. It, I find Terrible. it hilarious that he just needs to scream <laughs> to set it off. Like, it's like the one of the weirdest, like, detonations I've I've seen yet. Just like, ah! Oh! Like, what What if you stubbed his toe? 
in, in like in, in the restaurant <laughs> no, no. and then he like screams see it's just like time shifting when you slit your hand i mean you you're bleeding but if you uh-huh. like have purpose behind like cutting yourself oh, okay. then, then it triggers he it. activates his powers okay yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. what so, if he subs his toes so hard he does activate his powers <laughs> in the restaurant uh, that, i'm pretty sure that was like a like a four coma that you see i joked about in the past um but you know um okay they have they have records what if they recorded zeke's scream where he actually triggers his ability they record it and then they play it somewhere else and see if that triggers transformations what if they play it backwards oh <laughs> and that would be the cure and to they turn back to human yeah, oh yeah. my god <laughs> Not only that, but it could be used as a weapon against the shifters, because then it'll like oh, like revert yeah. them in the mid in the middle of battle. Hmm. That's yeah. I I That's guess because so he has intent right behind the recording. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck it! All right, I think we're done. <laughs> Let's move on. All right, so we're gonna move on to the meat of our show. It's our anime ranking board for the winter twenty twenty one season. Uh, if you guys don't know, this is the segment where we chose 10 animes uh, before the winter season started. And every week, uh, we rank them 1 through 10. Uh, starting off uh, at the bottom, finally uh, got back his 10th place spot uh, after losing it for a couple weeks. Because the recap episodes and some other uh, shows that are really bad. Uh, Urusekai Picnic, uh, looking at everyone's uh, votes... 10th place from Kai, 10th place from Lance, and 9th place from me. And I hope this works because I want to play something for you guys real quick. I'm not a financial advisor, but like, dude, I think this Urasekai picnic is a buy. It's going to like fucking shoot to them and shoot to first place on the anime <laughs> top 10 rank. <laughs> shoot to the moon. Oh, no. <laughs> so, if that did record, if not, I'll post it. I'll put it in post. But if that did record, you guys just heard Kai last week saying that Urasekai picnic was going to shoot all the way to the top in, the, in these next uh, couple of last weeks of this episode and as you can see he put this 10th place bottom of the 10 <laughs> so kai of course we're gonna start with you dude you what bet against so your great. own horse <laughs> <laughs> what was so good or bad about Kai picnic this week it wasn't what i was expecting <laughs> I want them to like do shit, but no, they're just on this <laughs> slow ass tank and they're just like, man, like there's like soldiers walking alongside them at walking speed. That's how Oh my slow, God, yeah. That's how <laughs> slow the tanks are going. <laughs> it's not like the soldiers are wa- running to keep catch up. They're just walking, dude. Like. Oh yeah, that's a lot of fucking uh, glitch holes. Things happen. And they look back, and then you can still see their face. And I'm like, dude, it's been like five minutes already. That's like three hours in anime time. Why is there only like, <laughs> like what is what? Yeah, but I mean, who knows? Who knows, man? It's like maybe next week it's gonna. Well, next week is the finale, dude. If you're my financial <laughs> advisor, I'd fucking not he just fire you. I'd light your house on fire too. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love how like they were like 
they were getting chased by those like mon- like, like mud monsters and then like like they took like so long to shoot at them and then the mud monsters just stopped yeah and they were going at like a snail's pace it wasn't like they were running away from them they were like walking backwards slowly yeah and they were, like, red light. They were on yeah, right. too. like <laughs> all that animal like what happened why did they stop chasing him i feel like the mud monster they were running like pretty no, fast they would have no, caught they, up to they them went into so the forest quickly. so the mud monster was like fuck it i'm not going in there <laughs> i don't know how do you guys feel about sasuke at the end was yeah, that or Sasuke? do you guys even think it's Sasuke? What? I don't know. It wasn't Sasuke. I, was I think that's just another rando monster. Also, she was strangely hot. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah. Like she was kind of yeah. drawn better than any other but, character in the show. But I think that's what it is. <laughs> that's what the lore is. I think. Yeah, that's she's yeah, supposed to like lure you in with her hotness, and then she sucks yeah. this kind of like a siren venom off of you. Yeah, but in snake form, I guess. It's Orochimaru, so. basically gender bender. Yeah, <laughs> but Rochimaru himself is a gender bender, so it, it is just a Rochimaru then. Yeah, I, I think yeah. that's what you're trying to go at. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that totally works then. So that was, I mean, I think that was that was something. That was something at the end. But man, like, I just have to ask, like, to spend an entire episode with the with the you know English military again, walking with them, guiding them to avoid glitches. What does this contribute to, like, the overarching narrative? What does this contribute to Toriko and Sotoro's relationship? It doesn't, because you should have been focusing on Sasuke these last two episodes. Like, Like next, this coming week is the final episode of Urusekai Picnic. And we have only touched on Sasuke, like, what? Like, once? Like, when Toriko was, like, getting, like, brainwashed? In like episode five or whatever, and then like Sorrel had to go save her. That's the only time we ever like got a a, a hit on her or like a, a like an actual vision, like actual look at her. And like now, like seven episodes later, we might not even get her in the final episode. Because why? Why? Why would we? We haven't worked towards her. And that's what season two is for. And with the way this has been going, it's obviously going to get season two. I'm not a financial advisor, but like, dude, I think this Urasekai picnic is a buy. It's gonna like fucking stop shoot it. He's already shoot dead. The first place <laughs> in the anime top ten rank. Uh, I got. I gotta. I gotta work on like going back on old episodes and like clipping clipping out what you guys say, and then just keep bring it to the soundboard. I can finally use the soundboard for once. <laughs> Okay, uh, moving on to number nine. Okay, wait, uh, before we say anything, dude, okay. I always have a tendency to vote high on Promised Neverland. I think, I think I'm like fucking cursed or something, dude. Because I don't feel sixth place about it, but every time, it, it's, it's part of the technique, dude. When I go from bottom up and top bottom... Promise Neverland always ends up around the middle of the pack, even though it's a shitty anime. And I always do this, and I'm like, why did I pull it sixth place? All right, I'll clip that too. So next week, when you put Promise Neverland in sixth place, yep. <laughs> I can just yep. use play this. it. Play it. <laughs> uh, okay, well, Kai, Kai pretty much said it. Promise Neverland came in at ninth place. Uh, looking at everyone's chart or vote vote chart sixth place from kai uh ninth place from lance and 10th place from me um i'll start as soon as i'm the low point man on this one uh i absolutely hate this show 
Uh, it has ruined everything that I loved about Promise Neverland, and it's uh, it's bad. It's it's so bad. I try to look at it from a light where like, oh, it's a completely new story, and uh, it's a new narrative, so like it has nothing to do with what I read from the manga. Uh, but it's hard because like they cut out some really important demons that I felt like like it's not even about the demons anymore with with this show like they totally cut out any problems with the demons whatsoever it was totally solved by musica just being there and there was a lot more conflict between the humans the, the human children and the demons and we're just kind of glossing over that fact because like oh it's just the scapegoat is a uh, peter rattery you know like is that's it we're, we're done like it's uh it's 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 sad to see how like the very important stuff is getting cut out like you know i'll give you goatee pond i'll give you some other like some like really like not too big story plots to cut out because you want to like speed up the story but like you're gonna cut out like these big time demons like the 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 reason why there's like a big like imbalance between the rich and the poor like you're like we saw like in in that in this week's episode where like there were so many poor demons that were like attacking these farms because they were tired of the fact that like they weren't getting any human body parts to eat so they can keep their form keep their intelligence so they don't turn into full demon and like but then you don't ever like maybe we'll see in the final episode but i feel like it's too late already but like you don't see like who's causing that like who, who what demons what like government what hierarchy is stealing all the good stuff and leaving uh the poor people at the dry and uh it's just how many episodes it, do we have it, it? one more, next right? week is the final yep. really? 11 and episodes then, and then do they, are Isn't they gonna have it? another season no i say no because technically we're at the end because like yeah I, I like i thought there was this like demon king you know Right, that gets all the good yeah. brains and shit. But like, yeah. we never, like, we didn't see anything about this guy, you know? Like, I, I I don't know. I haven't read the manga, but I heard the manga ending wasn't that great either. Yes. Like, for what it, it was, everyone was a little disappointed on it. And so I was expecting this show when they said that they're going to change the ending to, like, you know, make it better. Yes. But um, Absolutely. Big disappointment, huh? absolutely big disappointment those those demon like the hierarchy demons the, the the ones at the top they were so important to the overall narrative of using children as human cattle like they're like this whole like thing is totally like for not now just like oh it was just peter peter radley you know he was the whole reason these kids are in this situation but he's like he's just one part of the the equation to like this overarch like like situation that these kids are in and the fact that they cut out something so big like i don't know how you rectify that the pacing is atrocious um like season one to put this in perspective 12 episode season to build up the entire premise of like the, this world is very wrong that something yeah. needs to change season two has 10 episodes to its name they blew through like that's like if the pro that's like you read the novel and you read the prologue it's like 30 pages 
the rest of the novel is 20 pages yeah like, the prologue the is prologue longer, is than, the longer than the novel. main story like what the hell yeah. is this yeah um like, it's, it's so bad it's sad to see yeah uh and i just want to say uh i hate i hate that there is that the solution is that the very idea that demons need to eat humans not for for food i think they lost me as soon as they introduced the idea that demons eat humans to become human and keep like their intelligence if they the, the very moment they they suggested that demons need to eat humans for their own survival versus just for joy or for like pleasure it lost me because that that immediately just gave them a way out for like a very easy and honestly lazy way to solve a a problem that's been going on for thousands of years and yeah just like, like that that that's why like i felt like the hierarchy was important right like the the people up top because then they give you more reason because it's not just like oh we eat this to become intelligent but we eat this because we want to stay on top we want to be like like if you think about eating children as just like taking money taking taxes right they're, like they're taking all the money and not giving anything back to support the poor and there's like this huge like peter rattery and these like high-end demons working together to benefit each other and each other only so it's like this huge like government thing and like you know what we see in a lot of like these really big time animes would be these big world aspects government is usually like what are the main problems right and like it's very easy to use that so like i'm not saying promise neverland's manga ending was like the best ending i've ever read in my entire life but at least it had some kind of structure to make everything understandable it's like there are these bad people doing bad things and the children want to stop that and the fact that you took away the bad people in in this anime season is like then like then then what then then what was the whole point of this whole journey so like i don't know so i guess we move on <laughs> i'm, I'm, I'm Wait, like getting depressed one, one more, more thing i, I want to complain about too None of the children yeah. have died. Uh, and I'm assuming in the manga, none of the children died either at this point. Um, but just the tone is different too from season one. In season one, we lost like some children and that was like kind of like the main premise. Like why are we losing like children and what is the reason why we have to lose our friends and they have to be eaten? Why is that? Why did Norman have to be eaten, uh, quote unquote, at, in season one? And now in season two, we have not suffered any loss. Uh, Emma has not, I don't feel like Emma has suffered anything really. So yeah. where is like the, the struggle? Where is the character development? Yeah, where's the character development? The, the it was all in Goaty Pond, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's sad. As, I think I said this like weeks back, but just like the fact that like it's only been like what six months between them leaving Gracefield House and then coming back to save Phil and everyone oh, else. And like they, they saved them the in time one gap, episode. Yeah, the time gap is so short. Like Emma went through so much in I think like three or four years. Not not just Norman and trying to convince Norman to you know stop being Hitler for just a minute like there's a whole bunch of other stuff she has to go through and some stuff that i'm not like really happy about but you know whatever but 
like this she went through so much to build her character so like just like you're saying what has she suffered to like earn what she just yeah, got at the end earn her her neverland like yeah as she earned so it. this and no it's it's just depressing if they mm. get a season three man like i don't even know like what they could possibly do because we're we're literally like at the end so peter radry was like the final uh like kick at the bucket kind of thing for for the manga at least so i'm assuming this like the last episode is like the epilogue where we'll get like uh oh what happened after we saved everyone kind of thing and then we get to see uh like the afterlife you know like or the the whatever happens after that so that's what i assume and yeah done place for me again <laughs> uh, okay let's move on uh to the next anime uh i believe so we actually had a lot uh, of ties this week um we had a lot of ties this week like crazy amount of ties i we had four ties this week yeah we were like all, all over the place in terms of our votings kind of the bottom uh was pretty similar but the top we were like all different on all it but uh place. Yeah, so uh, along with Promise Neverland at eighth place, uh, also tied for eighth, Heaven's Design Team, uh, looking at everyone's votes. And perfectly enough, everyone has given an eighth place as well. Uh, so I'll put it onto the floor uh, for you guys. What did you like or dislike about Heaven's Design Team this week? It's a good anime that you can just watch and enjoy and forget about. You know, I thought it was a fun episode. It, it is. Yeah. So, like, the difference between, uh, you know, like, even though that they're both tied for the same spot, I personally think that there's a difference between Heaven's Design Team and Promise Neverland. Like, uh, even though it's just like, uh, I gave, like, Design Team 8, Promise Neverland 9. That, like, the, in between it's those a, it's a is, huge is vast. Gap. Yeah. Yeah. So not to knock Heaven's Design Team, they had a perfectly good episode as usual. Very consistent from them. Uh, I, I mean, I, I like uh, any episode where they go back in time. I, I said that while we we're watching, that where they become children. Um, yeah. What I would have liked more though is uh, them to be more childish. I know, like we were watching like Mars, and she was basically just Mars, just a kid. So in a way, it just seemed kind of like like very thin fan service. Just to see them in child well, form. Well, they were all this the same. Yeah, they didn't really behave any different. I don't know. This episode overall was like, like I don't know. Every episode so far for me has been going on a down, like going a little down. It's not like it's bad or anything. It's just the first couple of episodes. The idea was right. Like you know, they right. would introduce like a couple weird animals, but now they're—I don't know if it's they're trying to like become less episodic and more like they're part, trying story to put driven. a sto story to it. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't really need the story. Like, can you just design? Can God just tell you to make some shit? And can you just like make it and make it <laughs> funny? Yeah. Like, because next I episode like that two, part. it's going to be another continuation of this episode where um they apparently meet their client who is god yeah yeah so i mean and it's they get so solved thin so quickly that, too it, i don't really feel like it's a that much of a story i mean it, it no i think it would be constituted as narratively you know there is a narrative string connecting all the episodes but it still feels episodic to me 
yeah but it's also like if they're gonna do it i don't know do it like for longer I, i'm always like kind of mad like when they do these cliffhangers it's like oh the kids uh or like everyone shrunk into their kid forms and then like the next episode it's only like the first 10 minutes and then we just move on so it's kind of like like they just put the narrative out there just to have it out there just to like you know not piss anyone off or just uh you know make it seem like oh there's actually a story going on but we don't really care we just want animals it's just kind of like just be who you are like you know what you are like like let's spend the whole episode just like talking about four or five different animals we talk about only two animals like now like the yeah. past couple of weeks like the yeah. animal uh amount has been like like going down like every week and it's just kind of like uh, but i want more animals yeah like, yeah you exactly. know like like i was kind of like when they talked about the giant otter this week i was like all right let's kind of delve deeper into this and they kind of just like nah i was let's more go passionate to the about fucking... the giant otter than they were yeah i was like let's go to a fucking demon party it's like oh okay yeah there's I more so. character focus now that's i think that's like the main thing that's like changing about the direction the anime is going there's more character focus versus they're only talking about animals now it's like oh let's let's reconnect with um the dude from hell let's reconnect with uh, uh these the, with the the bug bros even though like only one showed up but like don't forget they <laughs> they're here and they're a character too yeah yeah i don't need but, it <laughs> yeah not really no well it's not like we don't need it but i think they were doing it better in the first couple episodes like i think we all got an idea of who these characters were through the animals that they created right mm -hmm. like they all have their particular like specifications and they're like you know their like best type of animals that they can make so it's just kind of like learning about them through their animals is what made it more exciting right like how jupiter is just an eater right like we can understand like he's making animals to figure out like what's a good meal to have so it's kind of like i feel like you could build a narrative or like a character development through your animals first like it has to be animal first character second yeah always these past couple of weeks has been character first so uh is losing sight of what it uh its strong point is so all right moving on to seventh place uh low tier character tomozaki kun it dropped down two spots from fifth place last week uh looking at everyone's votes wow we're all s the same again seventh place across the board um so i'll leave it on to the floor again for you guys what was so good or bad about tomozaki kun this week i'm like getting tired of this anime almost <laughs> but well, it's so much better it's than almost Horimiya. over yeah, next week is the you know, or this coming well, that's week because is the you final don't, one. You don't, cause you, wait, I don't know. I like Hormi a lot better. I don't know. Like this, I don't know, I don't know what it is. It's just like, I, I, I'm starting to, I cared a lot more about the characters a couple more episodes ago. And like, the more I watch it, the more I'm just like, meh, I don't really care about these characters too much anymore. Like, honestly, if I wasn't like in the podcast, they probably would have dropped this one. Like, around like maybe in the last couple episodes maybe i would have stuck around to the last couple though are you like mad because like hinami is like gonna gonna win because i know you've too. been pretty mad that he is gonna I'm pretty upset about default that, win. but like you know 
like Tomozaki, he he didn't have any interest with Fuka and all that kind of shit. Like like like, why did we spend time on that? Well, as far as his character development, I think uh, the I think the way the anime or the story is going right now, and this is a little bit annoying to me too, is that the focus is steering away from Tomozaki and is going towards Hinami. Um, these last few episodes, I think he... Uh, what interested me the most at the start of this anime was that we saw Tomozaki grow as uh, as a person, being more socially like uh, adept. He was able to like understand like why relationships are the way they are. And it was interesting to learn about these things from his perspective. And he got better and better, uh, little by little. You became braver but around it was around the Mimi me episodes where the focus starts shifting away from him and you start to see a tomozaki is has become kind of like the best i think he can be and now he's kind of just observing with his new skills how other people behave and i just don't find them interesting Mimi <laughs> wasn't interesting uh uh fuck boy wasn't interesting <laughs> hinami uh you know, Hinami, I feel like sh she's probably the most interesting of the bunch, but I'm still not interested in her because uh, the way that they're shaping it up, with this episode, they pretty clearly shaped up that the main conflict for uh, Tomozaki-kun is going to be that it turns out that Hinami, who was the master, she's actually wrong. And that uh, I think she was right up to a certain point. I know what the cutoff was but she's wrong on a fundamental level about how relationships work and uh, Tomozaki is going to be now the master disproving Hinami's way of thinking mm -hmm. and that's her belief yeah. that uh, that's the entire relationship he had with Fuka it was entirely like paper thin superficial and Hinami doesn't understand why superficial relationships are wrong why just looking good is wrong yep for the like, sake I, of it. I like I totally agree with you because I can see like where like this storyline is like trying to see and trying to go. Like I feel like the beginning and the whatever the end is, I like I can clearly see what the end goal. They have a very clear narrative to write. that they're trying to exactly. Reach. Yeah. But just the road to towards that was very confusing. Um, like you said, the the other girls in this harm, if, if, if we even call it a harm. I don't really, uh, I think it's a little bit anymore. of false advertisement. It's not really a harm. Exactly. It's been pretty much you know, me very, very unwavering. Yeah. Yeah. So like, like on top of that, like the girls are almost all not interesting, <laughs> like in any way, shape or form. Yeah. Like usually when you introduce so many girls in this type of story, like, like the focal point is to make these girls so interesting that you literally start wars between the viewers, right? Like, like Lance would be like, Oh, I'm all about Fuka. And then yeah. like Kai is like all about Mimi me and I'm all about Hinami. And we would spend time arguing why our girl is best and why they fit together with Tomozaki. Cause clearly we can see where Tomozaki's growing and we can clearly see like, this is this like this is uh the one side that we understand like how do we now we got to find the other side that fits and like the whole arguing is what makes the show better is because we're trying to find the other half of tomozaki-kun and obviously everyone's gonna have view different viewpoints on it but if you're just gonna make a straight shot to hinami make it a straight shot to hinami you know like 
I feel like cutting Mimi Mimi out was would have been perfect. F I think Fuka should have been longer. I think the fact that like Fuka, like being the the thing that teaches him that like oh having this like superficial relationship isn't what I want, and this is not what I sought out to find when he to me first uh, talked to me that that day that first day in the first episode. So I feel like if the Fuka like arc mini arc was longer and like more impactful like if they actually did start dating and like it actually like hurt tomozaki to keep going on these dates because he realizes that he's not happy or he's not like doing it for the right reasons yeah then when he falls in love with hinami or confronts her like he did uh, this week then it's more impactful and like it, it is more understandable yeah uh, but I we wasted so many episodes so if, yeah <sighs> if we could just like Who knows? I, I say like the easy answer to correct this well i don't know if correction is like the best word clearly the author lot. had like a vision <laughs> for this story the way i would have preferred it at least would have been cut out the other girls tama i, I honestly don't think she's really even a character cut out tama me me, me. um yeah i guess izumi was important but don't like try to like lead on the viewers of izumi is a fit for tomozaki she's not yeah she's, i think izumi was like story. a good yeah but she was like a good starting point for him to practice yeah. what hinobi preaches yeah and then we move on to an actual girl he can yeah. be in his wheelhouse which and is fuka give all that time to fuka like bolster her up as like potentially a real competitor for tomozaki's uh like to be his his first love yeah but then the whole time tomozaki's like oh is this what love is like oh i i'm in a relationship this is great and then slowly slowly every episode he's starting to think this isn't is that what happy? i want i'm not happy yep why am i not happy hinami says i should be happy i'm not happy though what i'm happy with is what i'm with hinami why is that Yep. and then and then you have exactly. a conflict and then confronts her yeah and then confronts her like, like why are you f pushing me to be with the girl when i don't have feelings for you uh, when yeah. i don't have feelings for her you know and like in 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 turn with that he to me like also realizes her feelings for tomozaki because yeah, that she the more him yeah the more you sink in fuka like you gotta really make fuka like best girl this season like i know hinami is like best girl by a mile <laughs> but you really gotta sell fuka so hard oh yeah so when... better too than what she currently is because she's not very sellable because yeah. she's not very sellable but if you, if you sell her so hard then like when tomozaki ween like wanes away from her it like hurts that much more yeah and it shows like not only the viewers but it shows hinami too shit fuka's really good and like i'm slowly not talking to tomozaki kun more and more because of her and now i'm starting to realize like tomozaki kun was more important in my life than in, you know than i thought originally like that already sounds welcome. like a significantly <laughs> better and more interesting like scope to tell the same story really yeah i mean put the weed power hour stamp of approval on that shit like that's <laughs> that's where we're selling that shit boys <sighs> all right uh so we'll move on uh from rewriting <laughs> low tier character tomozaki kun uh this is our idea another... don't steal yeah well, well, i'm sure like you can 50 other light novels have actually this, already yeah. Yeah. Sure and someone... executed that idea better exactly i'm pretty sure from our ba like memory banks we just took ideas from every other fucking romance <laughs> story and just like slapped it together Honestly, so. yeah 
but moving on from the two character Tomazaki Kun, uh, we got another tie on our boards. Two fifth places have uh, have shown up. We'll start with Wonder Egg Priority first. It was fifth place last week as well. Looking at everyone's votes, uh, Kai sixth place, Lance is fourth place, and I am at second place. So we're starting with Kai. He's the low point man on this one. Uh, what did you like or not like about Wonder Egg this week? Uh, it's, it's difficult because I like the information that they give out. Like, turns mm-hmm. out the, the mannequins were, were used to be real we're Actually people. humans. What does yeah. that mean? Like, what do you mean <laughs> yeah. they were humans? Right? What and impact like, does that have? Like, the, the fact that they made the, the company or whatever and mm-hmm. like what like what's their goal what, what is their after? goal okay and then oh okay so another question okay so momoya right <laughs> yeah i'm pretty yeah. sure they i don't know it can refresh my memory if i haven't like caught that part but like her insecurity is that she wants to be seen as a girl yes yeah and but she's guy, seen as a boy and and like girls come to her because they think she's a guy but what, so what well, was the reason I, why I she that, didn't? I think that they think that she's masculine. They find that attractive in her. Yeah, they yeah, attractive I don't and they want to ask think, them out. Yeah, I don't truly think it's like, oh, you are you're, a boy. I think yeah, they yeah. know. Yeah, she's but a girl. it's more like, yeah, but it's like, oh, but you're masculine, so like you fit my like viewpoint of what I want in mm-hmm. a partner, but you don't have the male like problems that like a lot of like male partners would have like you know how some really bad boyfriends could be right so they always see like momoi's like as like a as like the perfect uh, mix of two they look she looks like what they're into but then she has the feminine uh qualities that they would take care of them better than what they feel like a male would i don't know so like, that was like the, the complex like this episode made me like think like if she was so insecure about it and like had a complex about it like why didn't why don't she just dress more girly i guess <laughs> like she did I, it today i, I thought I, like she wouldn't she's not gonna do it but you know she did it today <laughs> for her date you know it's not like yeah she doesn't do it but like you know it's like she can't do it yeah she doesn't want to show her legs you know maybe she could like wear those long skirt thingies like you know yeah she, i think i think that's the thing like that was the whole premise of her like her complex is the fact that like she feels like i i can only assume i can't ever say because you know i'm never in that situation exactly i can only assume that like you know if she started dressing as a girl people won't see her the same way again right she doesn't want to lose her place in society where Mm -hmm. she's already made herself who she is right and she like mistakes like makes that mistake of that's what she identifies as and that that was the whole point of meeting the other girl that identifies as a boy like this is it's a very like sensitive topic and i yeah. think that wonder egg as much as like they could have delved deeper i think they scratched the surface enough uh for an anime like there's no way they can spend so much time on this huge like iceberg of of uh, of a topic but i yeah. think they scratched the surface enough to kind of get people the idea that like people yeah like you know they want to be who they are like uh, these kind of issues that yeah, open really, discussion mm-hmm. that a lot of people are faced with it's uh i i always found momoi's um uh conflict the most interesting because it's like an, an identity issue where yeah uh, versus like all the other girls like there's like an external like burden on them 
that's like uh, people in their lives that have wronged them or people that they're afraid of um but mm-hmm. Momois has always been what she thinks of herself, herself. and like where yeah. she fits into society because uh, like all these people expect her to be masculine expect her to be the strong um the strong person who can protect them and like be like their lover but like what does Momoi want for herself like what does she want to what kind of person does she want to be is she happy like meeting other people's expectations or is she yeah like how you said like if she tries to be herself will people hate her now and yeah. not accept her anymore so. I, I think like her weapon like like i love everyone's weapons but i always love moi's weapons the her weapon the most because it really speaks to i liked it too like yeah. her conflict right like she like this spear but also like this huge umbrella shield like she's basically like the tank the knight the knight the knight yeah, the in shining protector. armor exactly so she always has to play you know the the man in in her situation and that's why like every girl like oh my god it's like my knight in shining armor came to save me like every girl before this episode was like that it's like oh my god like you came to save me like i've been waiting for you to ride up on your white horse and save me from like all the troubles yeah, i've had all in my, my life. problems for me exactly but like the, like that just kept hurting her more and more just the fact that like they keep identifying her without asking her how she wants to be identified and so like top top of that plus the date that she had with you know the guy that thought he was another guy and that was already like super complicated alone and she wanted to you know feel comfortable in her own skin and like it literally like the world showed her that like oh that's not who you should be and that fucks her even more you know so um yeah this 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 topic was very sensitive and it's very complicated but i think wondering did just enough to uh not make it controversial in any way shape or form and not make it more confusing uh when you start these conversations with uh uh with other people because when when people watch this show you know they will have these kind of talks like what we're having now and uh i don't think anyone will get it too twisted to mistaken it for something malicious or anything of that shape or form right so uh so aside from uh being a mamoli episode which i was i was waiting for for a long time i've been waiting to get more um more of her backstory and her conflict actually this was pretty much the end of her story she um she solved the uh she was able to get her her girl unstatued um but it didn't go kind of we were expecting so uh that actually More like questions. really like kind of like messed with me a little bit so the the girl so her girl was unstatued and then she faded away was but then there was like this other like enemy there like i was really confused like, like that was actually looking person pretty much i, I and- feel like her statue like like the the person that was inside like was finally able to like oh thank you for saving me or whatever but then like i i would i can only assume the mannequin guys this is like part of their plan right like i don't see them anything other than evil because they have to be evil like what other like conflict are we gonna have uh than them being evil right so like i feel like they just like brought it back to like oh but we're not done yet kind of thing it's just kind of like but why aren't we done yet there's this and then that monster came out yeah so and it opened like a new conflict um because i think with 
after saving the the boy who uh so basically the opposite of Momoi, um it was a a girl who uh identifies as a boy versus like Momoi's situation uh so after that i feel like yeah her her um her conflict was really resolved and now it's just she's traumatized because this monster whatever it is i I don't know what it is it it just killed panic her her crocodile pet familiar yeah and then just tortured her by feeding panic to her so i i don't know where they're gonna go with this conflict now with momoi or you know what maybe this is what because this is on the cognitive world so we don't really like anything's possible at this point uh in this like dream world or whatever but maybe there's like some evil external like factor inside this dream world that the mannequins are trying to fight and they've been trying to find warriors you know the girls pretty much to combat that and the fact that like moi like finished like her like you know her goal they lose a warrior now so i'm wondering if like these guys like make the statues to make these girls come into the dream world to get stronger so they can use them to fight whatever demon is inside of like this the entire like gigantic dream world i don't know where to start that there's just way too many questions like they they (laughs) basically left us with nothing to go off of it's still yeah two oh two 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 two. okay two more more episodes episodes. yeah we're really behind with this one versus the other yeah so what i think was going to happen is that like i think rika and neru because i think rika will actually be solved very fairly quickly because i think her turmoil is kind of done i think she's pretty much complete too yeah i think she's kind of accepted like how her family life is and how uh, everything is and she just kind of like oh, i'm just gonna live for myself yeah now. you could either brew not, on like, it or you can you know rise yeah, above it and she's not gonna be traumatized by like past, her not yeah. her dad not being there so i think she's done and Nehru kind of already had like that episode where like she had to give up you know like probably her only friend she's ever had that's very similar to her and now she can like finally confront her sister or something like that whatever her sister is and then what i can only assume is that like it looks like oto is also ready to finish and confront her fears so like all the girls finish their shit and then like the final boss appears you know like the final like truly evil boss at the end and then the four like get together and we finally have like a full party like like a like a full like four person party to fight (laughs) the final person in persona 6 <laughs> hmm. all right well is that gonna go on your prediction board no, I, nah. I, I think that's honestly what's gonna happen too <laughs> i think that's what's gonna happen yeah. because we've never seen them fight all together before and they give yeah. us a glimpse of that happening it'd be a, like it's it'd possible be for these girls to be too. in a, each other's dreams so it'd be kind of a waste to not see Neru just like sniping people while like uh rika and oto are like you know taking the vanguard and like swiping people out and then uh momoi just like protecting everyone and like being everyone's shield like it's i can see in my rpg eyes like the way this like they're gonna set out the battle it's just like but you gotta set it up so um you know i i would assume that the mannequins are 
somewhat good and they're looking to uh use the girls to defeat whatever demon or monster they created or that appeared in this dream world so the way uh, that they left off too with their like very cryptic last words like just so much crypticness at the very end of this episode yeah um it, their last words were um momoi's done because she's tasted yeah. death or uh, she yep. she's now aware of death yeah so i mean you could look at that from two ways one it's a very callous statement saying that they have thrown away momoi like she's useless to them or it could be interpreted as oh now that she now she's aware of death she can like if she can overcome this then she will be ready so that's another like rpg like in my mind right like <laughs> you send so you send momoi to the depths of hell right like she's totally unplayable at this point you send naru to the depths of hell rika and then ota's last and then ota like like when when like the world is in peril or like you know the dream world is attacking like oto with her sunshine uh uh jacket right she's like she's the ray of hope for not herself but also the other three girls they find hope in each other she puts her arms in the air like a spirit bomb gaining everyone's fucking hope and friendship inside of her ball and then she sends the spirit bomb to attack uh (laughs) the final boss for the sake of the show i sure as hell hope that doesn't happen but yeah that's that's what i assume that's like the like you know basics of rpg uh final boss like everyone's like yeah. down in the dumps and they can't fight back and then that one little sliver ray of hope saves them and they finally defeat uh hadlar so get yeah. out dude get out <laughs> i will get out because we're finally to the middle of our board and it is time for our weeb power minute segment Thank you Take for that segue, Peter. Hey guys, welcome <laughs> to the Weave Power Minutes segment. This is our Q&A section where we answer questions from you, the viewers. Uh, first up on our Weave Power Minute, you're a contestant on a loan and you get two items from any anime. What you bringing? This is from <laughs> Shining with Shy. Now, um, for those of you who don't watch uh, game shows, uh, a lot like Survivor and uh, a little bit like uh, Man vs. Wild in a way, Alone is about uh, is a game show where a bunch of contestants are sent out into a, a very, very unforgiving environment like the Arctic, for example. They're battling against the elements and as the title suggests, they're entirely alone. Uh, they're placed very far apart from each other so they never see anyone except for, I mean, themselves. They're, they have to fend for themselves um but they're allowed to bring a few items to help them survive in the wilderness uh usually around 10 but um some of them are kind of like obvious like a flint um maybe like a pot so they can boil water uh so two items that you would bring to help you win alone they just have to make do with what they can find forage on their own and outlast everybody else For me, oh, yeah, go ahead first, guy. Yeah, sure. I think I'll only need one item. You know what? I'm that. Whoa, what a baller. I'm that confident. Maybe you guys might not know, but if you know the show Doraemon, the robotic Uh blue cat, he has a pocket which is interdimensional. 
whatever you want in there. And then, no, yeah he actually literally like so Daryl's li- literally about a show who's like a robotic cat from the future that helps this like he's got no the magic good, pocket no good <laughs> guy he's like completely fails at everything in school and everything and he complains to the robotic cat like help me help me you know help me run away from the bullies or whatever and he from his like interdimensional pocket he pulls out these like gadgets that like help him from these ridiculous situations and dude if i had that thing you know i'll just pull the key there's this one gadget he pulls out a door called the anywhere <laughs> door and you can just open the door and go anywhere <laughs> wait so doraemon so, is i never actually watched it or read the um the series, the system but it's it's basically fairly odd parents yeah Japanese yeah. fairy odd parents. I, I, I've, I've said this before to somebody that it's Japanese fairy odd parents. Wow. Okay, well, I mean, he literally just made it as easy as possible. I yep. want that too now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess if anything would be a, like a little different, That's but it's also like in the same scope. Um, remember in Akadama Drive, the little bento thing, and then you pop it oh, up, and yeah. then you get whatever food is inside. Oh, that's dude, a good one. You fuck. Up. That's a good. Right, one. so I can just, oh, I just want hamburger steak tonight. Just, just pop it up and just oh, eat it on my bento. Man. Oh man, I and I don't even have to clean it because then I can just think of another food next time, and then like all the the remains are gone, and I can just have new food. Dude, you you won the game. God damn it! You only need one thing too. <laughs> damn it! Damn it! It's too good. I guess I can like maybe like a hatchet or something like some some regular <laughs> item so I can like build myself a shelter. A smartphone. Um, <laughs> no, I I hate that shit. Still, if anyone knows me, they know there's one isekai I absolutely hate, and it's the one where the guy was able to bring a smartphone with him, and he literally just downloads apps to defeat everything and like to to beat every person (laughs) and i absolutely hate it because there's this one scene where he's fighting like this gigantic tortoise and he's like one of these like really big familiars that were like really menacing and they have like a lot of like special powers and like he beat the tortoise by putting an like an uh an ice spot underneath it so the turtle would just keep slipping and falling on his fucking back how and did he, he beat make the an turtle? He just made it with his fucking phone. Because his phone can do anything. Use? I don't remember. He just made it. He was like, oh, I'm just going to make this ice spot. Well, boom. And then, like, the, literally the turtle, it was like a five minutes of just turtle just slipping on the fucking ice spot and getting back up and then slipping again. And then, like, literally they were, like, having a picnic while he was slipping behind the scenes. That was, like, that, 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 that was how that episode went. <laughs> yeah is is that one yeah a, another wall with my smartphone that's the one. Oh, i just realized um so doraemon going back to doraemon um yeah. isayama the author of attack on titan every once in a while he just like uh when he releases like volumes of his manga usually he'll put like just a fun like short comic at the end that's usually entirely asinine but it features the characters it has like no bearings on the plot and it's just like completely made up scenarios one of the scenarios that he wrote was armin's a kid who comes home from school and he hates his life and he's constantly bullied and he's miserable but then he comes across he makes a friend which is the hideous bulging eye titan that ate uh mike 
Um, <laughs> and the the time says, I have a magical belly that if if I will eat all your bullies and send them to another dimension. <laughs> so he starts eating Jean, who in this scenario is his tormentor, and it's like Jean's like like dead head like poking out of his mouth and he's like now your bullies are gone armin and you're happy and Armin's like oh no what have you done and i just got that that was a doraemon reference i am so terrified now (laughs) oh it's horrific you should read it it's like Uh, he drew four pages of nightmare I was wondering where this is going. I was like, uh, is this an a- your answer to the question? Uh, as for my answer to the question, like, I don't really, I can't really think of anything, anything crazy or like just instant game winning, like Kai's one. Like that is, <laughs> if you bring Doraemon, you're, <laughs> yeah, just, that's like you're just gonna win. Um, I guess I really want that chimney, um, from your camp, the one where, um, uh, Ooh, the tent. Yeah, the tent with the chimney inside of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That uh, they make. That was really baller. The yeah, they have a tent and then it just has a a chimney in it, so it heats up within. Like that would definitely win alone. You wouldn't have to worry about the elements, and you have just this very safe place to be cooking. All right. Um. Second question for the Wee Power Minute. Uh, this one's from Johnny O. Did you read Marshall? Uh, so I looked this up and uh, I actually, <laughs> surprisingly enough, I actually do have this in like my saved uh, uh, reading list. Like it's in my queue. It's very low in my queue because I added it a while ago. But this is uh, apparently one that came out on Shonen Jump uh, early last year. And uh, it's going pretty strong. Five volumes. It looks like Mob Cycle so, 100 um that bull cut here's the plot yeah set in a magical world uh mash bernard burn 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 dead is a young man who is born without magic in order to live a peaceful life with his family he needs to become a divine visionary a title given to exceptional students from the eastern magic academy mash goes to the magic school despite not having any magic and must survive by only relying on his muscles so yeah what <laughs> yeah that sounds like a it, and the it, thunderbolt in the title like reminds me of harry potter it reminds me of yeah uh, it clover, gives me harry potter uh, vibes. black clover <laughs> but harry potter but isn't actually black yeah. clover already kind of like harry potter because they're all wizards no because <laughs> they don't really go to school like they do in harry potter i think it's more like little witch academia where it's just like, oh, they're just learning how to oh, be that witches was like a one and wizards. For one. That's, that's just Harry Potter the anime. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, so uh, we have not read this, uh, but it is on my queue, Johnny O. So maybe I will read this. Well, I, w- I probably would because this is a Shonen Jump one. So there has to be something good about it if it's on on that like that high, that high end of a magazine. So. Okay. Uh, so. Do we have time for one more? I had a surprise yeah. question come in last minute from uh, Pup Tarts. I swear to God, who keeps laying him oh, in this building? No. Oh no! Okay, all right. Can you so, make sure you write this in the in the in the doc, please. Got it. Okay, so surprise question from Pup Tarts, aka our friend Avery. If you were forced to play one video game for the next five years for a million dollars, which one would you play? You can't quit playing video games. You have to play it. 
And also, he wrote, no funny shit, Kai. <laughs> what, the fuck, what the fuck does that mean? Like, a, a single player or just like anything? Yeah, I like, think can it's we play like any as well? Can I, can I like I uh, anything. eat food? Um, let's well, say yes, hypothetically, you can eat food. yeah, you can do whatever you, you need can. like to survive, but you have to be playing yeah. this uh, when you're not like eating or i guess shitting or whatever else taking a shower okay, i sure hope taking a shower uh you have to be playing this game for five years how, how many hours of video game do you play a day uh nowadays none <laughs> okay well kai i used okay, to play well, apparently avery five, says 40 hours a week i'd say five hours a day maybe less than that at least, yeah. okay so for five hours a day what are you going to play for the next five years? Oh, okay. I've Never been playing, mind. I've been playing and, League for the past five years for five hours on. a day. Hold on. <laughs> uh, apparently, it's different. It, so, for 40 hours a week of gameplay, what are you going to play? Dude, that, that, that's being sent by week? Avery. So, you're literally a full-time job. What are you going to play for the next five years? Dude, start wow, dude. I'd rather die. <laughs> I'd rather hey, fucking like, die. Like, if, if I'm forced to play it, right, that means they're paying for it, right? They're going to give me a million dollars, too. Then they're, that means they're going to pay for my subscription, all that kind of shit, right? So why not play an MMO and become Sword Art Online, you know, just live in the MMO? <laughs> and just like, so why not just play the Sword Art MMO, then? Well, there isn't a Sword Art MMO. Link me, Sword Art MMO. I'll, I'll download that shit. I'll microwave I, my brain right now, dude. I could have sworn that was in. <laughs> that was a. Uh, that was in production. No, there isn't. If I, it's, it's, it's everyone's just saying that. Oh, it's something similar. But everyone's yeah, no, making the something Impact, similar. Um, uh, creator. He says the next thing he wants to to do is he wants to bring basically an MMO like Sword Art Online into reality. Yeah yeah you know but you know what talking about mmo that's a pretty smart one i probably go with final fantasy 14 that man. is a good one yeah because because right. then that way at least i get like almost endless content and like mmos you can kind of put like on like the side and like do some other shit while like yeah. you let other shit happen in and mmo you can, yeah like communicate so can... with other people online while playing said game so you don't go crazy you know <laughs> well I mean, yeah. uh, well i'm sure you can still hang out with your other friends you just have to spend 40 hours i don't know man pop tarts he, he he's just like no no you know it's games uh, like what if he goes he says out? yes yeah but you can't read books he just gave the okay what what the fuck the, okay well, i kill myself he says you can't read books or watch shows or any entertainment you so have like to no slowly anime, focus on no the video anime. game i'm dead <laughs> I'm dead. I'd rather fucking read manga than than fucking play video games. <laughs> so everyone's answer is I'd rather kill myself. No, not necessarily. Um, well, MMOs are a good idea. I feel like like the amount of content you can have, it will sustain you for a very, very long time. But I'd personally pick Fire Emblem Three Houses because I swear to God, like five years is not enough for me to beat that game entirely. Like, I think I'll need like 10 years or something. 40, uh, hours, 40 hour weeks. My 40 hours. You got to play every week Fire Emblem Three Houses. So for at least five days, you're probably going to play it eight hours and give yourself two days off. 
Yeah. So like, I think my first, my first route playthrough, I spent like about a hundred hours to beat the first route. Then the second route was like 80 hours. Third <laughs> route was like 80 hours. Fourth route, I haven't done it completely yet, but it took about 80 hours. <laughs> So, so you're telling me you can make it last forty three thousand eight hundred hours playing Fire Emblem? Actually, houses. probably yeah, because like once you start like beating the routes, now you can start doing the routes and you can do like weird gimmicks because there's a lot of flexibility and intrigue in how you set up your your party in that game. You can make them all certain classes. You can purposely go against the grain and like make them classes that they don't, they are not suited for. You can try to challenge run yourself by like, uh, <laughs> by like playing like as fast as you can and doing restrictions for yourself. It's a really like just expansive game. And I love Fire Emblem, okay? So it, if I had to choose one, it would be that one. And I think it would sustain me. Oh, you're fucking crazy. No, no, you're making it too easy already. Dude, easiest money I've ever made in my life. Okay, so with more fucking restrictions or I guess non-restrictions on this fucking question to waste more of my time. Uh, apparently, you can choose a series and not a fucking uh, one game. and But the, that series would never make another new game until your five years is up. And apparently you'll get 500k at the end of the five years. So pretty much 100k per year. So what series would you choose? He's evolved this question, guys. It's still Fire Emblem. Because then I can do the same thing I was going to do three houses. If I can do it for like 15 other games <laughs> too. Like that, that series is huge. 16 games in his library. Yeah, one of the longest running franchises in video game history, period. Just to give you an idea, I've played League... I don't. I wouldn't say I've played a lot of League, but I've played League for like seven years now, and in that seven years, I've only played around a thousand eight hundred twenty-three hours. Maybe give or take, you know, a little more than that, which is only you need around another four forty-two hundred hours, bro. Forty-two thousand hours. That's five years. I've only played seventy-six days of League in my life, or maybe a little bit more, probably. You know, with all the other accounts I have, but like it's weak. Yeah, it's weak. And to think it's that I'd weak. have to play forty-three thousand hours of it, dude, mind-boggling. Look, if I didn't have you know a, a job and like this podcast to do, that I'm much more I'm much more interested in doing the podcast, but like. If I had none of that going on, then yeah, I'd probably be okay. playing three houses right now and I would do it like right, eight right. hours a day, honestly. So that's the thing. So you get paid a hundred K a year. Say they say you get paid up front, right? The hundred K at the start of the year, and you get paid like every January first. Like you don't have to work. You could probably make that hundred hundred K like spread out throughout the whole year. Yeah, probably. Dude, and then you can literally stream it easily. Become a streamer yeah. and then make, make more money. Make more money. And I'll be yeah. like can the hundred K Fire Emblem streamer. Exactly. Yeah. And then that's only eight hours. Hey guys, you take a nap and then you wake I'm up and you do the Fire animation Emblem again. I'm gonna be doing this for the next five years, so I can. <laughs> so help me subscribe so I can reach one million dollars by the end of all of this honestly on that's like journey. a good social experiment that might actually entice people like i'm only gonna play 
this one game for the next five years i will post 40 <laughs> hours worth of content every week i promise you i will be here every not day take a break. the same time to this time and playing this exactly. game and i have no choice i guarantee I'm you join me i guarantee you you would get a couple million subscribers everyone would see it as a social experiment yeah. to see when you would crack Hey guys, yeah. it's uh two years now and I finally hit 999-99-99 hours on my Fire Emblem 3 save. Um, Here, here's my save recording. file. You can see right here, it has actually stopped <laughs> yeah. counting the hours. I've reached, so I have to I've make another it. save file. So yep. <laughs> I've actually made multiple save files and actually I've maxed those out too. So I'm just keeping it on the post note behind me. You can see right there yeah. the tally marks for every day that I've played Fire Emblem. This is actually the tenth switch because the other nine burnt down on the way to, <laughs> to the two-year mark. You can see mark. them on the back of me as well. <laughs> These exactly. are the switches that have burnt out. I'm up to like yep. ten now. So I'm thinking of making a collage of the burnt switches on my back that'd be wall. Great, soon. honestly, I I think that'd be an amazing experiment. You have like a roll yeah. of like the three I'll houses just, card yeah. game cards. I'll be known as the the million dollar <laughs> FE man. <laughs> Iron Man. <All> right. <laughs> Iron Man. <laughs> well, he is an Iron Man for doing it for five years. So Yeah, I would constitute as an Iron Man. <sighs> All right. Thank you, Lance, uh, for that weeb power uh, minute segment. If you have any questions, please make sure you send them uh, to our social media. Uh, so Lance can uh, curate them and then uh, maybe you'll hear your question in a future podcast. Uh, but let's move on to the top half of our board. Uh, the best five for this week 11, uh, starting with the other show that got tied for fifth place. And I think it's his actually lowest ranking uh, we've ever had this show uh, in any of the weeks prior. Uh, Hori Mia came in at number five, uh, three spots down from second place last week. Uh, looking at everyone's votes, uh, third place from Kai, sixth place from Lance, fourth place from me. Uh, so we'll hit it with Lance first. He is uh, the low point man on this one is the most surprising too. Uh, let's hear yeah. what you like or dislike about Horimiya this week. Yeah, of all the episodes, I think this might be the weakest one. Okay, well, I think the the bully episode with Miyamura was was pretty low too for me, but um. This one was, uh, you can tell from the way they use like that, that snowfall transition between each one. They're all very disjointed and random, like short stories. Like everyone, each one felt like a, like a four coma in anime form, which is yeah. very different from the normal formula they use for Horimiya, where they there's like a, a, a concrete narrative they're trying to tell each episode. Um, and I think it was because the focus was on, uh, what's his name? Yura? Shu. You can just call him Shu. A shoe, yeah, uh, the yeah. green-haired boy. Um, yeah. and I think he's like all Horimiya characters. I think he's very lovable and very funny, and he also has like a lot of depth to him. Like he's very, like, uh, he's actually very serious at home. He's a very like serious. Mm -hmm. and, I'm uh, glad you caught that. Yeah, he's a very serious older brother to um his younger sister, and he cares about her a lot. And he's very stern too when he has to be. Um, and then at school, he's just like this completely just seems like absent-minded like uh hunky hunky dory dude um so i like that contrast for him but also as fun of an episode as it was it also just made it a very like very basic episode i feel like 
so yeah. it didn't score very high with me like all in all especially when we get to the guys like above this who i feel like had a lot more punch this week yeah definitely the mm-hmm. uh not bad by any means but the weakest i think hormia has been all right i can accept that yeah i i i understand where you're coming from i think i think you like like you said like weeks prior to this you're starting to see where we're plateauing and we're starting to see like where we're transitioning to from like that huge buildup and like climax of like Miramura and Hori like being together uh that one special like a uh, rainy day yeah. to like now it's just kind of like you know the, you know the Yuki episode was also like very like high climatic as well now we're just kind of getting falling down to earth you know every character is going to get like a touch here and there and it kind of becomes more the rom-com uh that people uh i guess i guess nowadays no because like the the first like 10 episodes i mean those volumes came out so long ago like eight nine years ago so like for people to remember nowadays is this is what people know it as now is the rom-com where you know you have your established uh, couples and then you have your established people that like like each other but don't do anything about it and then like it's the friendship they have in this last year of their high school life so yeah and then they you just find them like every scenario was like how shu meshes with every single other character in the cast Mm -hmm. and it just was like the entire premise of the episode was like here's a character let's say like a funny situation or even like a just a kind of interesting situation if we stick him in a room with this other character so yeah just very like just building up the cast even more that's all it really was how about you, Kai? Like, I, I didn't mind that part of it. See, I, I've been saying it every week, but I like these little segments into every... All these characters. Like, in the beginning, I remember saying that I didn't like all these Power Rangers. But I, I, I'm starting now to you like... Love you know, them. Yeah, I like, you know, where you get introductions of each character and um, you, get, you get to know what's behind, you know, what they are, like, behind closed doors, you know? Like, for example, uh, this week's dude, um, show, shoe, shoe, yeah. Shoe, um, yeah. You know, how the sister has this impression that he's, like, this quiet loner dude. Even, because, you know, <laughs> yeah. but, like, in reality, yeah. he's, like, hella annoying and hella loud to the point that people don't even like her. And, like, those kind of little bits and pieces are, um, I don't know, I like it. I think it's... But I think it's also because the art is, like... I like the way things are drawn and it like pulls me to mm-hmm. yeah i remember you were saying that throughout the whole episode like every facial expression uh was uh was great yeah any and every like it's the way the hair is drawn the eyes are drawn and the shape of the faces are always like it attracts me to this show even if the plot isn't good like it makes me like overlook that i guess <laughs> that's good yeah. I mean, Cloverworks is like they're they're amazing in that aspect. So, because the art in Horimiya, the manga, is already like fantastic enough, like it's already eye catching. And for a manga f- that's so old to like still have great staying power, because I think I looked back and I read like the first couple of chapters, and I like uh, obviously like you know I'm all caught up, and I just read the last chapter uh, yesterday. Like the art like yeah there are some parts it gets better but for the most part like the art style is still exactly the same so uh, for him to stay consistent for or she to stay consistent for nine years like that is a 
is really impressive and the staying power because i've i read like older ones it's like oh it could be better or it's like oh that's definitely of his time and it doesn't like fit well with the new time kind of thing so okay anything else with horimiya i don't know why you guys you don't like you guys placed it so low i guess well i guess fourth place isn't that low but sixth place man so for me, I was actually like kind of, I was on the same boat as Lance. It was kind of a flip for me, but it was for, for Skate and uh, Horimiya because I kind of felt they were like on a similar level and they were trying to like do uh, similar things. But I just went with Horimiya just because uh, I liked the connections they had better. But to me, Skate almost like uh, was similar in what they were trying to like illicit feelings out of is like wholesomeness and friendship and blah 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 so yeah Horm- either way Hormio's, it's a flip it's for me fine for me but um i'll explain why the the ones above hormia like gave a bigger impact for me and i just want to say like i was pretty much like dead on with all my votes like <laughs> like first place ended up first place for me it's like my second place was second place or or at least like up there with first place god there's so many ties this week <laughs> yeah we we were like in every vote like especially the top half uh we all voted like opposites of each other i, I don't think we've like r- truly done that maybe like one or two but we we're all like very different in a lot of aspects uh so uh like another one as we're moving on uh to uh another tie tie <laughs> for third place uh so we'll go with the for dr stone stone wars first uh moved that one spot from fourth place last week um looking at everyone's votes as you can see huge difference first place from kai and <laughs> two fifth places for me and lance come on uh, so we'll hit, so we'll hit with kai first uh you're the high point man on this one what was so great about dr stone to give it first place i guess for me it's because last week's episode was like the week before it was so weak and i was so upset about it um how how bullshit this whole conflict was and <laughs> i i'm just i just like the way they redeemed it for me you know mm. like i i totally forgot like i remember watching this week's episode and the beginning of the episode yoga is like always on the corner of the frame and i was like oh yeah he was in this show like he was all he's like that <laughs> he guy. was in this show yeah. yeah and then i was like oh man like uh, what is he up to and then the whole episode turns out about uh, uh, turns to be about him you know trying to like have his way with the whole thing and uh, the fact that you know senku and skasa actually you know get teams up together and it's I haven't nice. seen those since episode one. Yeah, yeah. and it, it's nice <laughs> and and like, well, what I, I think what put the cherry on top for me was that uh, the high five. I, I think uh, I just when they like, were like on the floor. Yeah, I like the way they. An- I don't know if it's the way they draw high fives or animate high fives in this. Sh- show but it's always like satisfying. No, you're right. Like I always, I really like the way they do high fives and also fist bumps they do a really yeah. good job like showing those uh framing it I, I think they yeah i think they give you like a pavlov's effect where it's just like every time like a good moment happens or something wholesome or like a victory for team senko appears they always do the high five 
uh, moment or like the the fist bump where like Senko always has like yeah, only two always, fingers out. He fist bumps in a very interesting way. He spreads out, he separates his uh, index and his pointer <laughs> finger from his ring and uh, pinky when he fist bumps. Yeah. So he's like... So he always has like, yeah, just like the two fingers out. So I think it's just one of those like, kind of like how Hori Mia does when like you know it's going to be one of those like internal conflict moments or like a very like uh big problem they're trying to solve they do like the the silhouette animation I think yeah. it's, they're doing the same thing with Dr. Stone for you guys where it's like when a good moment happens or something's wholesome they want you to feel that dude just fucking I'm high five I'm bro. a dog then I'm being trained like a dog dude I'm like, you're the fucking, dude dude you're wearing fucking <laughs> cat headphones what the hell do you ex- <laughs> else do you expect <laughs> you're an animal in every shape way form <laughs> how about you lance yeah yeah i really like this episode too um fifth place uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah continue. Uh, not good enough to be first place not by a long shot but it was a good episode I, I will say that way better than last episode for sure um it was good to see uh, Senku in a fight like this was for sure like usually he's like outsmarting or he's using inventions to like get the surprise on people or distract them like he was actually in the thick of it fighting with uh, Tsukasa and I thought that was really cool also Hyoga is just a better villain than any other antagonist we've had so far like not beats Magma beats Tsukasa himself <laughs> Hyoga is just a yeah. cool villain uh, I was yeah. a little bummed that he lost so easily but you know we're at the end of the season we're not gonna drag this on for another season so exactly. i know why they had to speed that up but i always found him very fascinating i was always wondering why are you so low to Tsukasa? there has to be an ulterior motive and then like last episode when he smiled at the dynamite like that made me like just think yeah this dude's gonna be like a bigger villain than Tsukasa he has ever an was. idea yeah yeah also like his design his like gnarly mouth that he hides there's just a very interesting story yeah. that being told of this design. I like all of Dr. Snow's designs, but Hyoga is very eye-catching too. Also, he's got them die highs because absolute territory is a must, right? <laughs> I, I dude, knew you were going to bring it up. Dude, his <laughs> body is up. wild, dude. He's dude. a literal triangle. Yeah. He's got the Dorito <laughs> build, I'm Dorito telling you. build, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. No, Hyoga's awesome. I love him. Uh, I love his fighting style too. He uses spear, which is... Um, it, it's different from like... Um, Say like uh, Kinro and uh, Ginro. Uh, Dude, I don't know. Yeah, because it's twenty first. It's twenty first century like yeah, spear martial arts uh, technique. Yeah, I don't know why Dude, he, I know he just didn't pull the string. Dude, he should just. I think he learned though. If someone's going after the string, he would just be like, "Well, I will lift my spear up and uh, don't let you fuck it, or I'll stab the fuck out of you before you even try." I know. That. No, no, there's like some, but there were like also some moments that I dragged during the fight that you know that's why I, I put more down. Like uh, Sukasa just wailing on um, Kyoga, and he just keeps blocking with his spear. Dude, you're a mixed martial artist. You don't only or boxing. You, wait, he's a boxer, right? Or is he a mixed martial artist? Some shit, both. Who? I don't know. Sukasa? Yeah, Sukasa. I think he's just the ultimate primate, so that he's just okay. fighting he's like, with instincts. Okay, well, he's I'm just a, a monkey. Uh, he looks like he's a mixed martial artist, so I'm gonna. No, he doesn't wear gloves. He is a he is a fighter. So why doesn't he mix it up and just grab the spear and yank it out, Hyoga? You think that the ultimate primate can't wrestle a spear out of Hyoga's hands? 
even if he's like the yeah, pole, I thought he like was losing too, way too easily. Like, I mean, I get that his lung has a hole in it. Oh but, yeah, like, okay. Like, I know he got again, stabbed in his chest, so he's a li- he's not as full strength, of course. How did he get stabbed in oh. his chest? Like, how did that? Also, he got stabbed through his him? lungs. Yeah. How the fuck is he even alive for ten seconds? See, I was thinking all of this while that. watching it, right? Like, how the fuck did he get pierced through? And I noticed it, like, the moment um, Hyoga um, pierces Senku, and I was like, how is he not dead? And then, like, I'm, like, looking sus at him the whole time. And then, like, a few minutes later, he comes out with the battery, and I'm like, all yeah. right, all right like, that makes sense. But I caught that armor the moment, or something. like, the moment, like, it didn't pierce through him, I was like, dude. They better explain that shit, or like I'm gonna be like hella fucking pissed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the other thing that bothered me, um, Senku was able to taste Hyoga because Sukasa was holding on to Hyoga's polearm. Why didn't when Hyoga just let go of his polearm and dodge uh, Senku's taser and then retreat? Moving on. <laughs> like, 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 Shoga, like, Turn your brain moment, off. Like, uh, Senku was like, oh, yeah, I got a taser on my finger. And I get that, like... Yoga was like, oh, God, Yoga, he's got a taser. He's got a taser. Yeah, like, Yoga, I get that, like, Yoga, like, uh, was being grabbed onto by um, Tsukasa. But, like, dude, you're Yoga. Why don't you, like, punch Tsukasa and make him, like, go or something? Why are you just, like... Just, like, me like, yanking I'm it out frozen in time. There's nothing yeah. I can do anymore. They were talking and everything too. I mean, it's the like you know the stupid anime thing. Which yeah, is typical like, trope. Everyone's got to wait. Main main guy is doing his talk first, and then he's gonna slowly uh, do his thing. I think it's like Senku just fucking just just fucking pointed his finger and just hit him without even talking. I I, I think that would be more acceptable. Because I assume Hyoga didn't want to let go of his spear. Because the moment he let go of his spear, he, he has nothing weapon. to. Yeah. Uh, to fight so like yeah senku had just like literally stabbed him with the stun gun quickly uh then all that would have been better explained but uh yeah now we're moving on to the finale of the of that show so uh we'll finally be done with stone world and then we can finally move on to a uh, bigger fish i don't know to what's fry. gonna come next i'm assuming they're gonna fight other tribes that exist in this world because um He's basically made peace with the uh, the old world, so time to keep exploring the new world is what I'm expecting from like upcoming story arcs. You guys will see. You guys will see. Oh, one more thing. I hope Sukasa dies. Like, <laughs> I don't see any place for him in the narrative where he's alive anymore. Like, if he's still yeah. around, he either has to be crippled from his fight where he can never like properly fight again, where he's super depowered, or he's dead. I mean, you have to remember that fucking uh, uh, the acid thing can really save people. So oh, maybe no, the acid's destroyed. Maybe someone, yeah. I, so oh, so they happy. would have to find a Thanks way. Thanks for reminding me. I'm so happy the uh, the guano's gone. The guano. Like I was, I, <laughs> I kept thinking after like uh, Senku got the got you know he got a hold of it again. I was like. Please someone take that shit away because that is so powerful. That's the, when they call it the miracle water. They're not lying. Like it literally could solve every single issue. They can revive whoever they want and make them helpful. Senku can craft like whatever inventions he wants from it. 
it can do anything. Yeah. yeah. Make gunpowder. Yeah, gunpowder is the biggest, the biggest thing. Rapidly bring them into the modern world. And like, that's too easy. I'm so glad they did that. That was a super smart choice to blow it up. Well, so a lot, a lot of stuff that still happens because you guys are like an arc and a half behind. So I think this arc that the current arc that they're on is probably coming to a close pretty soon. So you guys would be like two arcs behind <laughs> by the time like season three starts. So whenever season three starts, so I guess we'll see how it goes. Uh, but let's move on uh, to the other show that was tied for third place as well. Uh, it jumped all the way from 10th place uh, last week. But of course, that's no surprise. It was a recap uh, episode last week for it. Uh, Skate the Infinity uh looking at everyone's votes second place from kai third place for me and sixth place uh from myself uh so i'll go first because i'm the low point man and uh for me it's just uh it was a good episode but i think the other shows that i put above it was better uh, i did have a problem like with horimiya and skate I, I was flipping back and forth between the two of them because they felt fairly similar just the fact that like in skate they were just uh trying to uh put the put the boys back together uh Reki and Longa finally becoming friends again and I'm not saying it's a bad thing I'm saying it's obviously necessary for the for the plot line uh but I predicted this like fucking way too long ago and I guess like none of it was a surprise to me just uh, the fact that Reki had to get himself beat up by a bunch of bullies that was like obvious to me that that was going to happen um because usually, for some reason, every male protagonist needs to get the shit beat out of them before they realize, like, what their true, uh, like, calling is or purpose or whatever they were supposed to get out of. So Yeah, there's no rock bottom uh, by, like, being beat up in an alley, you know? Exactly. By other skateboarders, apparently. So, uh, yeah. So, like, all of it was pretty obvious to me. I think, like, more, like, I'm just hyped because the next episode should be uh, fantastic. We're going to be finals match between the longa and whoever is going to take shadow's place i assume so uh and then it's obviously the battle between it's got to be recky which would be nice to see sense. yeah yeah it would be nice to see that like recky can finally like accept who he truly is which is you know he's uh he's a skateboarder but he's like best as a mechanic he's best at teaching people the basics of skateboarding and also tuning everyone's skateboard to their specific uh style uh yeah. so but it'll be really fitting to see Reki like somehow push longa to his limits and make skateboarding fun and almost winning but obviously pushing longa to another level to be ready for adam in the finals so so i'm assuming it's going to be both semi-final matches both Re uh Reki and longa and then uh adam versus uh tadashi or skater x uh, and obviously that will be an intense battle as well and then finally we'll get Adam versus Longa part 2 uh, and uh, finally see uh, see the finale what do you guys think I mean unless they skip over it really fast like how Tadashi beat Miwa without like any effort well to me it's like Mia was never gonna be like in something important to the plot line so like I I can understand how fat like why they just kind of skipped over it because the main part is Tadashi versus Adam like there's too much history behind all that to like you know waste any moment not getting to that point yeah but um 
Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for Reki versus Longa. It reminds me a lot of like Joey Wheeler versus Yugi. Uh, wait, like, isn't it? Wait, <laughs> isn't it Reki versus um, Adam? We haven't even. Well, okay, we haven't even gotten confirmation if it's Reki who's gonna take Shao's place. I thought it was Reki versus Adam before, and then Reki isn't Reki isn't isn't Adam gonna crush Reki just so Longa is more inclined to skate with Adam? Right, so that's what made it seem like at like the end when he was like watching it. He's like, "Oh, this is the key. This is yeah. the kid that I need." So I think it can go either way. Like what you said, it could be Reki versus Adam to make Longa pissed, or he might think it the other way. It's like, "Oh, to make Longa be more passionate about skateboarding is to give him his best friend." So he knows Longa will beat Reki because he doesn't even remember Reki like at all. He was like, "Who the fuck yeah, is this?" No, kid? no one remembers Reki, dude. <laughs> exactly so like i think he's just like oh but this kid's the key so if i give him to longa in the semifinals and then longa beats him but he's having fun like then i know then i'm gonna get the best version of longa in the finals so that's only if they're doing like the tournament bracket like in a normal way it's not gonna be like okay i think here's my top yeah. four and i'm gonna randomize it again where it's just like well, you had the the tournament bracket set up to where like Longa was going to play whoever shadow like Shadow, and then uh, Adam was going to go against whoever went against Tadashi and Mia. So, uh, I that's what I assumed the bracket. But, but is, I'm but. I'm thinking more it's going to be uh, drawing hats, uh, drawing names off a hat yeah, like how they did in the first. I way. think they're going to keep sticking with that so they can keep having the matchups that they want to have each round. Exactly. Well, I mean, honestly, that's that's why. Like, either way, for me, I think that's the matches that's gonna happen anyway. Reki and Laga in the semis, and Adam and Tadashi. Because if you don't get Tadashi to fight Adam, then what was the whole point of having him? Right? Like, how is Tadashi ever gonna like like realize that like teaching Adam skateboarding was the right answer or the wrong or like there's no like conclusion or like he can't like you know feel complete without knowing the answer to that you don't know not unless you skate against each other so friendship so i'm gonna make a prediction for um how it's gonna go oh um shit. okay right. well first of all we're all wrong Reki's not even gonna get chosen to replace shadow it's gonna be harry he's gonna make a grand comeback because he was just Stopped robbed his narrative robbed, i tell you because it doesn't make sense that they would choose the dude that shadow beat to replace him he was not him. robbed <laughs> he's not as good he got lucky that fucking Reki didn't fucking join <laughs> but isn't it like more bullshit that Reki that if Reki does get in he gets in because of a technicality that Shadow got injured like I'm sure there's millions yeah, of other people that would want to get in yeah, yeah. But, but who gives a fuck is this is Adam's Battle City tournament who have whoever the fuck he likes You're in screw his the rules tournament. man this guy's got money exactly <laughs> honestly I'm surprised he just didn't like hey this is what the eight I feel like is the best skaters in S and fucking this is the tournament we're having like this whole like preliminary bullshit was just to make money like he probably sold some merch on the side probably advertised some stuff had some like like CBD advertisements like on the fucking side of the mountain and they were like taking video <laughs> pay-per-view shit oh you know so. he's gotta he must have like twitch streamed this or something <laughs> yeah he got money but, so uh but your prediction I, I think so my prediction for how it's gonna go um I, I think it is logical that Reki gets in um so it's gonna be Joey Wheeler versus Yugi 
uh, Yugi being Longa. Uh, I think it would be a good closure for Reki to just like Joey did to make Yugi sweat. But yeah, ultimately, but always realize yeah. he's a third rate duelist. Yeah, yeah, he's just fine the way he is, even if he's he loses to Longa. And then, um, so yeah, uh, Tadashi versus Adam. Wouldn't it be something though if like it's different if Reki goes against Tadashi? And then Longa goes against Adam, and Adam fucking loses in the semifinals. Like, how big of an exactly. upset would that be? Just crazy and then weird. Reki teach, and then Reki teaches Tadashi that skateboarding is fun, and that he was not wrong in teaching yeah, Adam so how to skate. Yeah, so they each beat one of them, and then they each teach them yep. a lesson, and then they go into the finals exactly. together. What what uh, Joey and Yugi always wanted it was to yeah, go against each other with the all finals. the marbles on the table. And, uh, yeah. and you know what? I honestly don't think there's going to be enough Is that time your prediction? for it. I don't think there's going to be uh, enough time for it in the finals. So I feel like they're going to get to the starting line, Longa and Reki, and it's gonna they're going to take off. It's going to fade to credits. Is that your prediction? Wow. That's my prediction. Reki versus Longa in the finals, gonna, and we won't see the I, battle. Yeah, I think it's gonna be an epic like battle against That's just absolutely really balls good. to the wall, like Longa versus Adam, just pulling out all the stops. You you can clearly see like just insane levels of skill from both of them. Then Reki versus Tadashi is a little bit more tame. So then you instinctively know going to the finals, even though they go to credits, it's pretty much understood that Longa is better than Reki. They don't have to show okay, it. Okay, so just the fact that Reki got to the starting line with Longa says everything yeah, it's poetic in itself yeah and then face the it's black. two episodes so you're so you're basically saying one episode is going to be one semifinals and the other episode would be the other semifinals. oh i was under the impression we only had one episode left in that case there's more than enough time more than enough time to do it <laughs> to do it all let's uh, do it live oh back up that prediction back up that prediction uh, yeah i don't so, know i'm, I'm so totally skate- thrown over with all these um these recap I know, episodes the, and this and the delays. schedule is really throwing everyone off so skate and Horimiya will run over uh, the following week for us. Because everything else, uh, either like, you know, some of the shows are 11 episodes or they're done. Or, you know, 12 episodes, they're done. So, 8 of our 10 shows are done this coming week. And then Skate and Horimiya will be done uh, the following week after that. So, yeah. We said two episodes left. There's only episode 10 for Skate. I don't know. I can't okay. buy that prediction, though. Like... Wouldn't that be cool? Like, okay. Reki versus I'll Tadashi. put it. I'll, I'll, I'll still put it on there. Yeah. Reki versus Longa in the finals. Yeah. They both uh, get to the but finals. But we won't see it. We won't uh, yeah. see the battle. Hey, that's a good one. Yes. That'll be cool if they ended it like that. I would have. I would have been okay with it. Yeah, because like it's not about who wins at the end. It's, it's the friendships that, that they yeah, made. It's the idea that they both the are. Yu-Gi-Oh. The their journey that brought them to this <laughs> moment. <laughs> Yeah, that's fucking bullshit. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, moving on. So now, on the last tie that we have, uh, tied for first place. Uh, first up, uh, Mushuko Tensei, Jobless Reincarnation, uh, jumped up two spots from third place last week. Looking at everyone's votes, uh, fifth place from Kai, second place from Lance, first place from me. Uh, so we're here with Kai first. Uh, you were the low point man on this one. What was so great or not great about uh, Jobless Reincarnation this week? This is the way they end the core. This is the way they end the core. So right? the second core, second half of this first core, I believe, is going to be in the summertime. So we'll get back uh, the second half of the season. I didn't like so the way they ended episodes. it. Like, 
it's just i didn't like okay. the way they ended it but see this is like this is the thing like so like the way you're saying that like i get it but you said last week right that you were not happy with the fact that like oh they became uh, a guild party right and yeah. they were going to slow down yeah. but like at the end of that episode they were basically pretty much brushing past like probably like the meaningless side quest mm-hmm. or like the you know the getting money part and we're going to move on to the next like location where shit is going to happen yeah so how so, does that not make you happy no when that, that answers like your problem that makes me excited week? like when you see that um roxy and uh the other crew of paul's gang is uh mm-hmm. going to the same city as they're going yeah. to that's interesting but uh this whole this whole thing about like the dead end and them doing the quests uh oh, man i just didn't like that whole thing it's like pod racing and phantom menace you know it's like we didn't need it but it's in there <laughs> i guess it's cool what but like no i didn't like it like it didn't You're add crazy. to the story that much it kind of does i guess it's not about the plot line though it's about the relationship between uh rudy and uh you know Richard. like that's the whole thing was on the on the predication that like they don't have much in common right and they don't really have anything they can see eye to eye but yeah. like these past couple episodes was to build that point that like they're actually like friends because you know like just rudy saying yeah i see that you have a lot of problems i'll help you that's that's just talk i see you know what i I mean there's no real yeah and i know it was about rejard pod um, racing like them understanding each other but like yeah then fine if you want to come like it's it was necessary because pod racing was necessary because they needed to explore like oh like obi-wan's trust to anakin or some shit but like nothing like, in that fucking movie was needed but like do you really charge our fuck it could have been executed better like jar jar binks is like Eris, okay so it, that's fine like Eris was not needed. Like I, I hate. Her. I'm so sorry, Eris. I'm so sorry that ugly bitch would call you that. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to say to this anymore. Uh, I, I didn't like Eris either. You like she's getting the data, but still, I'm like, uh, I would. I, I like the Sophie or Ro- Roxanne or whatever a lot better. Like this Eris shit. All right, what would you have made it better, Dan? I, I don't like, know. I, you, I, I, I'm not a mangaka, dude. I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> yeah, but what, okay, what would you like to see then? Like, I'm not asking you to be like be able to rewrite this whole story to make it better, but what would you have rather seen uh, between the two, uh, Rudy and uh, Ricardo? I guess I didn't need the whole questing shit, like. The whole interaction with all the other quest to pe- and like the Bojack Horseman dude, like, <laughs> yeah, like, and we, did we really need him? Like, I feel like there could have been another way to explain, you know, and understand each other than like having uh, quests and the quest lady having three boobs and like, you know, the whole. Konosuba moment inside it, inside this, like. Uh, do you feel the same way, Lance? No. 
it's it's all right it's all right like i I gave this one second place um it was a very narrow loss to re-zero because i liked both these episodes a whole lot um but i get what kai is saying um as far as like leaving off uh, i agree on the point of leaving off on where we're at because it wasn't like a very climactic finish in fact it was just like the start of a new adventure really um like you just turn the page and here's like a new uh a new journey that they're gonna go on versus like a a climactic finish to close one out um but i really like this episode i really like um the honestly i like the big setup that this is gonna bring for future events i always like introducing characters or uh, getting to know characters that are I expect to be big players in the future, and I'm talking about um the the other adventurer, the the young boy that they the horned yeah the the horned uh, oni boy basically. Um, I'm very curious to see how this guy grows up because I'm expecting him to be a continued like player in the story of Mushoku that they encounter from time to time, and then we see like how he grows up and changes over time and how like losing his ally will affect him so yeah i'm just really interested in what's to come um and like peter said i'm super happy that they left the quest behind that they didn't dwell on it for very long because i was afraid of that that it would just get stagnant yeah no because they gave you the goals that like the second core of this for or the second half of this first core is going to tackle like roxy oh yeah like, sees what has that, happened yeah roxy's going to yeah. come back to the story two members of paul's crew are going to be with roxy just a big paul's letter. Just a huge exciting setup for the second arc leaving behind yeah. like yeah. everything that i had a problem with honestly they they settled everything i had a problem with. I, I actually had a problem with how easily uh Richard was like getting along with um uh, Rudy even though there's very clearly a problem with their uh their temperaments and how they go about dynamic it. Yeah. also like Rudy I like they um address that Rudy isn't perfect because first for a long time now he's been he's been kind of smooth sailing uh across and I yeah. was I was kind of wondering like like I don't really believe that uh even if he is like a 40 year old dude like he doesn't understand this world and this culture well enough to be perfectly adjusted and i yeah and it, i really liked when he was going to kill bojack horseman but then <laughs> but then richard uh, stopped him yeah because it's not an isekai world like that's the, that's like the whole point it's like it's not easy like every other isekai where no. it's like oh you're just this character that's fully powered and you can solve everything because you, always you are the that right character. thing to do no it's exactly. very you are grounded. a member of society yeah um and yeah i'm just like that's the that's so surprising to me it's like it's giving you guys a taste of what this second half of the core is going to be like you even got like an explanation on like what happened to paul and the rest of the family oh yeah you know what i mean so they're not together stuff happened this episode like so now like it gives you that indication like oh that beam of light was bigger than what we it thought encompassed it was. like just then yeah i well, imagine be just an entire continent pretty much that it hit paul too. yeah so yeah, to hit Paul guys, we're like they're. I wouldn't say they're far, far away, but they're far enough to where like 
that fucking magic like shield beam whatever light was huge and it affected a lot of people and like for for you know paul to be like putting a letter out there to give you guys like a taste of like this is the end goal for right now is yeah. to find paul to find zenith to find yeah make sure Lilia, everyone okay. and yeah bring the family back together and then still return eris uh back to uh gray rat and the rest of them how what however they are because we still don't know how you know their whole family is doing after yeah, how's the great you know, rats like, doing they have a they basically have like a lordship in this city like what yeah what's gonna this happen whole when, city's gone when the whole city is displaced we saw like uh at the very yeah. beginning like like they're setting up camps some people's lives are actually completely ruined by this they're not like yeah. not everyone's like eris and rudy where they can kind of pick themselves up dust teleported. themselves off and just keep like venturing at, at, or even even for that matter have each other like how lucky is it that uh eris wasn't teleported because they were own. holding each other yeah yeah and that rudy so i i imagine paul must have been holding um i think her name's norn um the what? the daughter yeah the daughter or the so. son or whatever so that immediately told me yeah daughter an idea that that confirmed that if you were touching somebody then you're teleported with them so that was like a very subtle way to like key in how the the teleportation yeah. thing worked yeah. Fifth place, my ass. <laughs> Moving on. No, nah, I'm not the kind of da- guy who's going to fault someone for voting something for fifth place just because I didn't. I'm not a financial <laughs> advisor. <laughs> no. But, like, dude, I think this Urasekai picnic is a buy. It's going to, like, fucking shoot to them and shoot to first place on the anime top 10 uh, rankings, dude. Fucking getting you on this one now. All right, moving on. <laughs> so we're moving on to the other show that uh, tied for first place as well. Uh, first place last week, so this is two weeks in a row uh, that ReZero has uh, kept this top spot. Looking at everyone's votes, uh, fourth place from Kai, third place from me, first place from Lance. So we're here with Lance. You're the high point man. This deserves first place for you. Let us know why. Uh, who would have thought that the best girl speech would come from Subaru this season? Yeah, like he exactly. get his speech with with Bicol, like Chef's kiss. Like I felt like my heart skipped a beat. Like I was like, dude, I want to marry you, Subaru. Like you are <laughs> you are the MVP this episode for sure. Um, this is I really do think like Bicol's conflict has been kind of the heart and soul. Even though we've been at the sanctuary, it's been like such an Amelia focus. I feel like the biggest like uh, thing on all of our minds is like how like is Bickle fitting into this entire story, especially with Echidna. Um, how she oh, gonna yeah. break break her shackles that she has just created up for four hundred years of her life, and uh, sometimes it's just this uh, otaku. <laughs> like just give you this fucking just, guy just give you like the best yeah. pep talk of your life and it wasn't like cringy like Amelia and Subaru's talk in the sanctuary uh or like kind of like it, it felt like kind of unbalanced uh, yeah. uh I think with that one is like because Subaru was not on like not in the right mindset as well so like that whole situation was awkward but like now with everything he's it been felt through felt like from the soul what he was yeah, saying to he's understand yeah, he's understanding the words he's saying. I think that's why it felt better. And I can feel like a very strong love. Uh, not 
I don't think not romantic, but like a, a love from no. Subaru for Bic. Like it's not just empty words. Like oh, I just don't want you to die because that's I'm doing the right thing. It's I truly care about you and I want what's best for you. So yeah, your family. Be, yeah, believe me when I say that uh, you deserve better and I want you to have better. And yeah. also the library yeah, burned down, which there. I knew it would. Like it's Thank just. Goodness. Such a like symbolically powerful episode, like leaving the past behind and finally being able to move forward. Yeah, like all that like knowledge has nothing to do yeah, with. It's all empty. What's in front of you, you right now? The most powerful mm-hmm. library in the world, but if it's like it's shackling you, it's nothing, and it has to be left in the past. It was such a ah oh, man. This the writing in this episode was so good. Like yeah for it to have like such a fucking slump for the first half of the season but then to bring me here i kind of just it kind of takes all the pain away i can actually i feel like i I can forget i mean this feels like it's re-zero again where like yeah like we're back especially for us i i feel like maybe like the rest of the world doesn't feel this way but like for the three of us here the we power hour like we're absolutely tired of re-zero like it has been (laughs) all over the place bouncing back and forth but like to finally have yeah like i feel like we're just like in the lost woods and we just keep hitting the wrong like (laughs) section of the woods and we just keep getting back to the very beginning and skull kid is just fucking laughing at us for not remembering the order of how to get to the middle of the forest and now we're like finally to the middle and yeah you're right it's very satisfying i don't know if it rectifies not just this season alone, but all of season two. Um, because you got to remember, like, even though we're just judging it, like, on this season, like, ReZero had, like, a first half of this season. So, it's like, to think of it as a whole, I don't know, man. The way we started at season two, I don't know if you guys remember, but we started with Rem, like, fighting Gluttony, right? And that's, like, all this action happening and then Rem losing, Cruise losing her memories. And we were finally, like you know gonna try to fight more of like the dark bishops and then we got stuck in the sanctuary and we never left god what a filthy like, word that is sanctuary <laughs> just the word <laughs> leaving my lips fills me with contempt <laughs> with despair but yeah so just the fact that we started out with such like a banger of like a beginning i remember like watching the trailers with you guys and we were so excited to see like arc bit more archbishops and more rem and like krush and we get to see like more of like the the storyline and then like literally episode what two or three was went to the sanctuary to save the other villagers and then we were stuck absolutely stuck for like another 20 plus episodes and now we're finding out and And i can't even imagine yeah like i can't even imagine like what this finale would be because i feel like what's the point of dragging it out right like like subaru's here with with Bayako. we're gonna kill all the bunnies and then done oh yeah then, i'm like, expecting Bayako to literally just just blast like them. supernova all of them to death and just be yeah. done with it exactly and then we get what like an epilogue of like 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 ram obviously still survived because like uh uh roswell was like healing her and keeping her alive so we're probably going to see like uh like an ending with that relationship 
and then Bayako just like oh I'm finally free and then Amelia and Superroof like whatever they fuck and blah 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 and like then what like are we ever gonna go back to the candidate race are we gonna find Gluttony to save Rem like there's so many like ways it could go and I think I would hate it I'm like too every other way to exhausted, Sunday exhausted dude I'm too exhausted. Like you I think I need like a me? year gap. <laughs> yeah, are you explaining this to me just exhausted me. How far long How ago. far away we we go, yeah. And like this was a good episode, but all I can think is, oh man, can we just move on? Move on. Be done. Yeah. But uh I don't know, like it's weird i never i think ever say like on a very top show like this i want to wait a whole year for the next season to come out but i think for me personally i think i need the time away from ReZero. like the the seasons of like part one and part two were very close to each other i think there's only like a season in between so like we've watched ReZero for like literally over like half a year and it felt like the worst half a year of my fucking life yeah so like I think I need the year gap to like kind of reset, forget about ReZero for a little while, and then come back fresh. Totally forgot where everything was and what everything happened, and then just like let's just let's move on. So, okay, anything else about ReZero or any of the shows on our top ten? No, we're all good okay well that is all the time that we have uh for today's episode guys thank you thank you thank you very much for watching or listening to us uh make sure you like follow subscribe uh share do anything you can uh to help support us we would greatly appreciate it um the more you guys support us the more we can keep doing this that's a lie even if only one person is listening we'll probably still no, keep doing this no what the hell are you doing make it seem like we're in dire straits <laughs> and only you only you the viewer can save the weeb power hour so act now before it's too late before call the number okay, on fine. your screen call the number on your screen right now if you call in the next eight minutes <laughs> we will keep call, call, up call. more episodes explosion 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 um, but yes please help us uh, like get the word out uh, we would love to have more uh, interactions with the listeners. So, like, especially for the We Power Minute, we would love to have more uh, engaging questions. And uh, especially for topics or news, uh, we would love to hear what you guys want us to talk about. Um, and uh, next week, uh, we do have a little surprise for you guys. So, uh, please make sure you stay tuned for that. I hope it's a dog. Because uh, uh, we're very... <laughs> we're very excited uh for the surprise and we hope you guys will be as well uh but yeah other than that uh that's about it any uh last words guys before we lock out for tonight in ancient greece the strawberry was a symbol for venus the goddess of love snapple fact i wonder if people fucked strawberries back then Maybe they, maybe they rubbed it on their nipples before they did it. <laughs> Holy shit! All right, same week time, same week place, guys. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>